Goals episode 13. Ooh, lucky 13. Yeah, lucky 13, exactly. And uh, we're happy to be back. Me and Ben are excited to put these together. Sonia, sort of excited, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. Well, it's, you you know, it's about 38 degrees out here tonight. So. Man, I'm, not, I'm not happy with this California weather. This is like <laughs> California. I'm getting sick so. of this. Yeah, folks, we no longer have the toad or the frog, but we have. Uh, but it took 38 degree temperatures to uh, to rid us of the frog. I think it's run underneath the house. But we have or the fire underneath the house. We have the fire Dead. though to keep us warm. Well, it is officially 46 degrees. Yeah, so oh, it feels colder. Yeah. Yeah, it actually feels colder than 46 degrees yeah. out here. Ugh. Uh, but we have a nice little heater for Sonia and for ourselves, <laughs> so we'll, we'll try it. to keep ourselves a little Don't bit warm burn your here. Hair, <laughs> Well, we're here. We're here for the first uh, first podcast after yeah. Super Bowl Fifty Three, and we're we always try to keep it outdoors. Too. Yes, I mean that's this from the beginning it. of the podcast. We've been outdoors, so we're going to keep it this way. The only thing that could keep us indoors is rain or a, or, or a frog. Uh, animals, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> or a frog, or a, or a very very as Friday, a very horny toad. Oh yes, but I think we know. should name him. Oh, we should name the toad. Yeah, I, I got no issue with that. What do we want to name the toad? Because it's it's bound to come back. Um, croaky? Croaky. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just threw it out there. I don't know. We can call him Croaky because he's pretty good at doing it. <laughs> uh, well, how was everyone's week this week? Uh, you know what? Long. I worked today, so I worked this morning. I woke up early and, you know, I'm a little tired, but, you know, had, had some coffee, had some drinks. What about you, Ben? Uh, it was a good uh, it was a good week this week. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know I think we put together a pretty solid uh, you know solid back to back shows last weekend with uh, with the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, the week was you know fairly busy you know busy at work, but other than that, um, a solid three days for you. <laughs> yeah, I did have a short. I did have a shortened week this week. Maybe that's why I'm in such a good mood. Uh, but yeah, it was a, it was a good week. Uh, we and we got through about a season and a half of Game of Thrones, <laughs> so yeah. you know well, that was a positive for well, sure. Well, Ben thought that Pittsburgh might be going to the, the Super Bowl, so that's why he had Monday off. He asked for a long time ago. Yeah, like, asked oh, for these a guys, long time ago. Definitely going to the Super Bowl this year. This is the year they're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, I think I asked for it off like way back in like November of last year. Oh, we have a helicopter flying over here, uh, folks. Of course. Now that we're recording, yeah, now that there we're was recording, no helicopters. Now all of a sudden. So, you know, those of you who have heard about the Los Angeles, uh, you know, the birds that fly above us, it uh, it does happen, and it happens fairly routinely. So, you know, you get to listen to your first Los Angeles helicopter if you're not from L.A. <laughs> Big Brother is watching. Exactly. <laughs> so, Sonia, how was your week? It was good. It it's, was good? It was good. That's as far as I'll go. It was uneventful? <laughs> it was very uneventful. And what are we all drinking tonight? Well... What are you drinking, Sonia? Actually, Sonia, do you have a drink? I do. I, I'm i embarrassed here. I've got my height 
<laughs> hey, where'd you where'd you find it though? I went back to I went back to the Korean market over in Reseda, uh-huh. and I picked up uh, some some uh, multiple six packs of height uh, because she, all of them. Give me everything. She did you polish have. off the last couple six packs we had, so I figured I'd buy you know multiple six packs this time. Right. It's just easy to drink. The South Korean Miller Light. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> actually, it's actually really good. It's really it's, good. It's very it's fresh, very light, very crisp. Yes. And I am trying out a new gin tonight. Comes highly recommended for the wintertime. Look at you guys. Uh, this is an Opir. It's O-P-I-H-R. It's a gin brewed in the United Kingdom. Uh, it's supposed to be a winter gin. It's an oriental spiced gin. Uh, it has some really good notes of, of, um, of berries and spices in there. Uh, and I'm actually mixing it with a little bit of tonic and a lime. And it's it's actually outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not a sp- sponsorship, yeah. um, but it's just a, it's a really good gin, and I'm really impressed. Uh, you know, not as Franny would say, not too expensive. Uh, I think it was probably around thirty bucks uh, for the for the you know your typical size. I think it's a seven hundred fifty mil bottle. You know, about the normal price. I mean, I guess for a, a slightly better gin. I mean, I'm not sure. I'm, I don't like gin as it is. I'm not a big gin fan. You know, one time I got messed up on gin, and that was the last time I probably had gin. You know, <laughs> once, once, uh, one, you know, if it's vodka or gin or whatever, you get messed up on. Once, you know, you have that that morning after, you never want to drink that. Ever yeah, that's again. me with Southern Comfort. Yeah, <laughs> Southern yeah, I still Comfort. remember literally. I still. Oh remember, man, I almost want to puke. Just. I uh, still remember literally. It makes me crawling. gag just coming out of my mouth. I was literally crawling into my buddy's girlfriend's house, just like on my on all fours in like 1989, uh-huh. just incapable of even functioning. Uh, I, I don't think I've drank Southern Comfort or drunk Southern Comfort since then. You should have drank Southern Comfort in general. Well, I was a kid, you know. I was a kid, so it was you know it wine was, wine coolers, Southern it, Comfort. It was cheap. Uh, vodka cranberry, all your all your <laughs> all your most manliest drinks. Can I get a screwdriver? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but after that, I developed a taste for beer. Thank goodness. Yes, well, yeah. <laughs> and Frank, what are you drinking? Frank. <laughs> um, actually, Sorry, Friday, what are you I, drinking? I started out with a little bit of uh, uh, Jack and Coke, but um, I finished off that bottle, so now a little bit of Gentleman Jack and a little bit of, well, soda, actually. And uh, so that's what I'm drinking. So a little bit different. It's usually Jack today. It's the Gentleman Jack. Yeah, Friday is actually watching his figure, so uh, we are, we're stocked up on tonic. Uh, and uh, and club soda. So we're done with the bourbon. Oh uh, no no no! Well, the no, bourbon no, is no, there. No. The bourbon is there. I'll our... definitely drink that Eagle Rare. Oh, there it is. Most yeah, likely, we'll, yeah. Yeah. What was the name of that? The Eagle Rare. What's the brewing? I can't remember the uh, the still Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace. Yeah, I saw a few different. Uh, a oh yeah, few different have, Buffalo Traces. Quite a few. Quite a few. Uh, quite a few products. When I there. went out today to an actual liquor establishment, <laughs> I did in fact go to yeah. a liquor establishment. It was a total wine. Uh, it didn't have a very fancy name. I think it was like liquor and wine bin. Uh, <laughs> but have you gone to the Green Jug? The Green Jug. That's Where's yeah, that? I think it's like Woodland Hills. West Hills, yeah. It's a Platt and Victory or something. Oh, yeah. I haven't been. I've been there once. Um... I mean, they're not as large right. as Total Wine. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not. I've been there in a while, so I'm. I'm, I'm sure it's just as as good. I'm sure you can find some good stuff over there. But this place was really good. All the staff was hung over. I think I was in there at about ten forty-five this morning, and everyone was drinking coffee and uh, <laughs> had bloodshot eyes. I'm like, this is my place. Hey, they got. They have to rate their alcohol. Yeah, exactly. So they actually said the bourbon that I actually got for Frowny for his birthday. Uh, he said he had been drinking the night before, and there was evidence of it on his face. Oh, well, <laughs> well, I'm sure it's good. <laughs> All right, everybody. So I'm going to bore you with some housekeeping. Uh, if you like what you hear on the show, 
please subscribe by going to our website, thirstinggold.buzzsprout.com. You can also search for us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or whatever podcatcher you use. You can also copy and paste our RSS feed link into your podcatcher if for some reason we do not come up on the search page. Please leave us a review, a positive review, as Franny likes to point out. Don't leave just any review. Uh, if you would like to leave feedback, uh, ask a question on the show, ask a question to be answered on the show, you can email us directly at podcastthirstandgoal at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at thirstand, on Twitter at goalthirst, and if you'd like to donate to the show so we can get uh, maybe one more heater out here, um, Sun is freezing. you can go to patreon.com forward slash thirstandgoal. Uh, and thank you, everyone, everyone that's listening to the show out there. We really appreciate uh, you taking the time to listen to us. Uh, it really, really means a lot to us. We put uh, a lot of thought and work into the show, and it, it really is, um, you know, just it, it warms the heart to know that there's so many of you out there uh, that like what we have to say. So thank you. Thank you. Yes, definitely. And uh, should I get on with some more topics? Yeah, what are we going to talk about this week? Well, we're going to introduce our shot for the night. Um and we're going to also talk about our new listeners. It seems like we have a couple of new listeners from around the world. Um, what is... Oh, yeah, beer announcement. Wait, are we going to do our beer announcement? Yeah, yeah, we're going to do our beer announcement. Okay, all right, great. And then uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Super Bowl. Me and Ben talked about the Super Bowl in episode 12.1. Uh, we had the rapid reaction <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. last Sunday right after the... Well, before the Super Bowl, at halftime, and then after the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about Trey Wingo's rant. Little little douchebaggish rant that yeah, he yeah, had you can there. say that again. I'm not sure how he, how he thinks uh, he makes his living. We have salary cap. Yeah, yeah. A little, question mark. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, sure little, what we're going to talk about. A little, little talk about there, whether yeah. or not we should adjust little, the salary cap or potentially about, expand it or uh-huh. uh, get rid of it altogether. Yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it right now. I was just about to. <laughs> and then we have, uh, we're going to talk about the AAF. Yes, yes, yes. That yes. started today. You guys uh, were watching a little bit of the uh, San Diego versus they lost uh, San Antonio game. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have our quiz, Ben. You have your quiz. I do, I do. I have that's, a very very difficult quiz. A little bit better than the one episode eleven. <laughs> uh, we're it can't be any worse. Our top three football moments of all time. Uh, we're going to have listener questions, we're going to have our Game of Thrones, season dun, 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 3, right? You guys are on season 3 right now, so we're going to talk about that a little bit. And, uh, yeah, we're into season 4. We're, we're three, four. three episodes Oh, yeah, that's in. right, that's right, you guys already started season 4, wow. Now, yeah. now. Uh, she wouldn't shut it off last night. Yeah, and, and now we have uh, sound effects for that, too. <laughs> you know, ben. Ben's really coming up big with these things. And, uh, and the last thing, uh, well, you're going to have the, well, the message after, yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah. And uh, actually, Friday brings up a good point. I, I probably have the beer announcement way too early in the show, so we may move that around a little yeah, bit later in the show. Maybe talk about it after the train wingo rant. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we have for our shot this week, Friday? Well, our shot, Ben, is it's it's black in color. Uh, at least I, I tried to. It's a little bit uh, really dark burgundy in color. Um, it's uh, It's Tito's Vodka. It's uh, a little bit of... I think it was it was it was some sort of a blackberry liqueur. Yeah, blackberry liqueur. And also, it was uh, an edible sort of uh, glitter in there, so you can actually see the sheen in Instagram on that. Um, and uh, a little bit of uh, 
like a black sort of what was it, Sonia? It was just black uh, sugar. Black sugar to get a little bit darker because it was a little more. It was a little too purple. <laughs> and so my thinking, of, my thinking behind this whole thing was, uh, you know, it's it's the end of uh, the NFL season. It's kind of faded into black, and okay. now these are our black shots going into the off season. Or we're just in mourning because oh, our teams suck. Well, <laughs> there is that. Well, then it sucks, Sonia. You know, two of our, two out of three of the teams made it made to the playoffs. To the playoffs at least. Yeah, I, I believe that if any of our teams played in the Super Bowl, it would have been much, much more oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, for, well. for us at least. <laughs> I'm sure the, the Patriots thought this Super Bowl was amazing, even though it was terrible. Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, brutal, brutal, brutal. But Good for them. Yeah, we had our our very morose conversation about that on uh, yeah. on Monday. And it will get Trey Wingo soon. He didn't think it was as bad as we thought. Apparently but, not. Uh, all right. Cheers, All right, here we everybody. go. Cheers. What are we calling this shot? The Black Monday the shot. The Black Monday shot. Here we go. On a Saturday. To good On health. <laughs> to, to, to good health and good teams. Yes. Um, oh, boy. What was it? It wasn't the best shot. It wasn't the best shot. We're not going to recommend this out it was, there. It was, and supposedly uh, that glitter was supposed to be, it was edible. Is it at the it's bottom of the, the glass? It's all at the bottom of our glass. Well, we'll, we'll see tomorrow when I take a piss in the toilet. <laughs> if the toilet is glimmering. <laughs> take a black light in there with you. I, I probably should. I have a black light. I'll, I'll set it up I'll, in the bathroom. I'll, uh, I'll post that on Instagram. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't bad. Uh, it, it was. It was actually. It has a little bit of a distinct. You can taste the blackberry in it for sure. Yeah. You can taste the glitter. And there's vodka in there or tequila? <laughs> uh, uh, it was Tito's, Tito's vodka. Vodka. Okay, it wasn't the bloody arrowhead. It's missing. It's missing like a. Yeah, it's missing something like a little zing afterward. I think something sweet. Maybe citrus. Yeah. I don't know. So we're learning on the fly. Yeah, we basically. Are. I mean, we're, we we're trying to come up with shots every week. Yeah. Um, and well, that, that was that was my thought process behind this one. I already have a a, a shot lined up for next week. Oh. And uh, you know, we'll, we'll introduce that next week. Yeah, and in our defense, every single shot leading up to this one was outstanding. Oh, last with week. the exception of your, oh, the, with the exception of your tequila. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're not talking about that. One. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> tequila last and Kahlua, tequila and Bailey's. Yeah, last week's was very. It was a delicious shot, and you can make cocktails. What was that? Out of that shot. What was it called? Uh, it was a peach fuzz. Peach fuzz shot. Why do we call it a peach fuzz? Super Bowl was in Georgia. Yeah. Peach uh, say, yeah. It was amazing. It was came amazing. Up with that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Ben has a little yeah. bit of peach fuzz on his face. <laughs> Every yeah, day yeah. peach fuzz. I got my weekend peach fuzz going on here. <laughs> that yeah. was really good. I that one was really that good. whole thing. Yeah, we should actually make a, what do you call it, a shaker glass full of those. Yeah, 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 yeah for oh, sure. No, no, I'm going to need you here next week then. <laughs> What's next week? Galentine's. What's oh, it's Galentine's weekend next week. That's right. Yeah, yeah, you'll have to be here for that. What's Galentine's? Oh, this, will be, this is going to be a crazy podcast. What is, we'll have a, a whole number of people here. Well, like, I had the girls over during... The day part, and we're gonna uh, craft so, and drink and eat. So me and Ben will do the podcast in the garage. No, 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 no. They're, they're here during the day, and then uh, in the evening it'll. Be oh, the and then Sonia will talk more than any other time. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. A, yeah, I was out. I was out cutting down. I was out sawing wood today. So, anyways, guys, Sonia <laughs> has a, actually. What we'll do is we we will if we can remember, and let's try to remember. Uh, Sonia has a really good craft for for the for the women next weekend and the men. What is it, Sonia? Hmm? What is it? What are you planning to do? We are making mason jar sconces, and so basically, you take a piece of wood, you either stain it, you paint it. Um, I purchased some of the hooks; they're like door hooks. They could be robe hooks or whatever. And uh, we tie a ribbon around the mason jar, and you could either paint the mason jar, or leave it plain, and put some little twinkle lights inside of it, or add water and flowers to it. You hang the mason jar on the hook on the wall 
Voila. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it looks really good. We have some, uh, you know, I got some 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 maple by the board foot at the at the lumber yard, and we're we're cutting it. Where do you come up with this stuff, though, Sonia? Pinterest. <laughs> Pinterest. <laughs> I love Pinterest. You know what? I'm laughing at you, but I saw this shot or something <laughs> similar to it on Pinterest, and that's hey. why I added that sort of uh, edible glitter. Hopefully, it's. I mean, hopefully, we don't get sick and and and. No, it's yeah. it's fine. Well, yeah, if the uh, podcast is 17 minutes long. You'll know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if it says edible, you know, it's, I mean, most I, things. I don't know most things are edible. I'm not sure what it's made. Of. I said chlorine. <laughs> not for sale in Europe. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But supposedly it's edible. We'll see tomorrow morning when we wake up whether or not it's edible. I think we'll be okay. Oh, you know what? Also, one more thing we don't have on the board there, Ben, is uh, introducing the the tequila. Because absolutely, uh, last week, absolutely. Last week we didn't have the bourbon on the board, and we almost forgot about That's that. That's true. Uh, this week I'm not sure. Should we do the tequila right now? Let's yeah, do it. Shot? Let's do it. Oh, we Lord. took one shot already. Well, what are, we, what are we drinking though? This is, uh, and I put, I picked it up from our local. <laughs> Liquor establishment. <laughs> Wait, is this one from a local liquor establishment? This is from Total Wine. Okay, <laughs> which is a local not from the Green liquor establishment. Not from the Green Jar. Uh, this one is uh, Kazul. Is it Kazul? Looks like it's Kazul. One hundred uh, tequila añejo. Uh, is that res? Resquero? It's, it's it's really small. It's a espalo. And I'm getting older. <laughs> <laughs> this is the 100, though. It's, this is the brown. This is the optician talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, um, no, no, this one is aged, and the reason I got it is because it is a little aged. Um, you know, I figured it might give us uh, a little bit of that uh, smoky flavor to it. It might taste a little better than the regular, I guess, silver. Right. Um, so let's, let's, let's try I think this. It's a, yeah, it's aged in oak barrels, I believe. And, wait, it gives it the color. I think I took your shot, Ben. There's your shot right All there. Right. All right. And uh, let's just give a little uh, little swish and uh, see how this thing oh. tastes. Cheers, guys. Right. Cheers. Cheers. Well. Cheers. 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 Wash oh. the glitter down. Well, but you, you actually pounded that. I just took a little sip. It is a shot after all. <laughs> yeah, well, you took half of a shot, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, these, these are half mason jar shots, for the record. Yeah. You can see them on Instagram. Mm. They're large, uh, large uh, behemoth shots. No, they're not. No, it's, it's, it, you, could, you could definitely... Um, as far, can, that smoky flavor, you can definitely taste that. You can feel it coming through. As far as tequila goes, this is pretty damn good. This is actually uh, smooth. Um... A little bit of uh, a little bit of a vanilla, vanilla flavor coming through. Has a little bit of sweetness right at the end, like right when you taste that. A little bit it of sweetness does. once it, it goes does. down. Really? Um, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of honey. You guys taste the honey in there? I do. I do. Sonny, what do you think? It tastes like tequila. <laughs> well, well, compared to other tequilas that I've tasted, this one is actually, it, it, it's smooth, it goes down easily. Um, this will probably be the only shot tonight that I have of this tequila. Oh my uh, God. But it's it's actually I taste a little good. bit of jalapeno in there. <laughs> do I really? Do. I do. Are you all right there? <laughs> I taste a little bit of jalapeno in there. I don't taste jalapeno. I feel Ooh. it on my tongue. I, I am a wimp when it comes to jalapeno peppers. And I, well, you're a wimp when it comes to tequila in general. Well, I mean, first, bourbon and tequila is probably the the last, the first last thing I will order at a bar, and tequila is probably the, the second last thing I'll order at a bar. No, but um, this is actually a tequila I can kind of sip. Not take the full shot. And, it's a sip in tequila. Yeah, I mean, it's cold because it's cold out here. 
If it was a warm day, maybe not so much, but uh, it's slightly chilled because it's about 40 degrees outside. I could I could taste the vanilla. Yeah, yeah. I taste the vanilla. I mean, I also taste a little bit of cinnamon in there, maybe. It's maybe. Just, it's hard, man. A little it's spice. There's, there's some sort of a spice uh, that you can definitely taste. It's cardamom. No, it, could be, it could be clove. The it oak could barrels. Be... I think it was aged in oak barrels. That's probably some of that coming through. But it might be like clove or What's the or difference cinnamon? between like tequila gold, tequila silver? Uh, uh, I, like I, the gold is, is obviously... She's going to point out how little we know about yeah, tequila. We don't know that much about tequila. <laughs> no, 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 the Our palates are not that sophisticated. And I said it earlier. I said, you know, I can't do bourbon. I can't do whiskey. I can't do scotch. There's just something about it. But when it's a clear liquor mm-hmm. i have no problem with it yeah and i'm not sure if there's I, something I, I usually like i don't see the thing is i don't like the clear stuff i usually like the stuff that's aged a little bit yeah. in a barrel slightly smoky sort of uh, flavor and I, I think that's the difference is the way it's aged or not aged at all in a barrel i think this yeah, one is one to sure. two years in an oak oh. a barrel so I'm going to have to look it up. No, I mean, I love it. I'm going to do a little for, for tequila, here. this is... This is actually very good. Other than that other tequila that we had. That we can't I, I, remember. We, still, we don't know which one that one was. That was at the, at that Mexican restaurant I that we know. were at. Los Toros. Los Toros, yeah. yeah. we were there, and, and we asked them. I essentially asked them for a tequila that I could drink. Yeah. Um, and you definitely could. And it was, it was What did he really... say? He says, it's really good, but it's very expensive. And I was <laughs> like, well... I said, I'd rather pay more and enjoy it than pay, the, you know, than pay a couple dollars less and hate it. Uh-huh. Um, and it turned out to be really, really good. That one was very good. Yeah, we'll have to go I back and find know. that bartender. And that one was a that one was a clear one. Oh, it yeah, was it was so very good. clear. Yeah. I mean, it was it was you could barely see it in the glass. It was so clear. Yeah. So this one, I'll sip on this one slowly. Uh, I will the also sip on this one slowly. With my, also with my glitter. sip on. <laughs> <laughs> slip on a sip on the um, the uh, the Jack a little bit too. But wow, this is this is not bad. Not bad. It's a not oh, bad. For anybody that's looking for a good tequila, you know, because well, this one was a 95 points on wine. Was it Entrepreneur? I don't even know. Probably. probably. Something like that. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. it had a high rating over there at, at, at our local liquor establishment. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, Friday. This is really good choices. The, the, really good choices. Ah, <laughs> so okay. what's up next on the big board? Uh... We're not going to move on to the beer now because we, <laughs> we had a couple of drinks already. We got our new listeners, that's, I think. That's, that's wait, yeah, that's wait, the new listeners. The new man. listeners. Again, thank everyone us? so much for thank listening you. to thank our you. show. We really, really appreciate it, uh, especially now that you know the Super Bowl is over and we're moving into AAF uh, Alliance of American Football season, and you know we're about a year away from the X. You know, about or nine, about six months away from NFL, and uh, you know about uh, nine or ten months away from. The XFL. So we have new listeners in Akron, Ohio. Oh, wow. Thank you so much, Ohio. LeBron's very, very hometown. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> oot, it's oot. you know, we're looking for as many listeners as we can get from around the you know the Cleveland, Cincinnati area okay. because that's within my division. So yeah. you know, please, please, the you know folks that root for the Browns for the for the Bengals. If you're opposed to the Steelers, yeah. that's fine too. If you hate the Steelers, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you listen to the earlier podcast, it's it's pretty clear that I'm not a big fan of my Steelers right now. Anyway, uh, we have actually multiple new listeners in Pacoima, California, <laughs> uh, which is not too far from here. So we're really happy about that. Thank you, uh, SEO, which tells everyone our location. Maybe they're looking for podcasts in the local area. 
We have a new listener again in Brazil. We have a second listener well, from Brazil. Is it we the same one? Is it from the same? No, location? it's a different. Te- it's a different city. We just don't know which city oh. yet until the stats populate. But we have a new listener from Brazil. Obrigado. Obrigado. And we have a new listener. This is pretty. It was pretty amazing to me. I actually had to take a screenshot of it when I saw it. Uh, we have new listener in Iceland. Iceland. That's awesome. Yes, no we don't way. know if it's Reykjavik. But we're not exactly I'm sure where it is. <laughs> they, they have those great, great flights from Wow Airlines, like ninety nine dollars from or one Air. way, one way. Oh, really? So you have to figure out how you're gonna get back, but one way. I don't care. To I want to go Iceland to Reykjavik. You can go that way. Yeah. So that was really. Uh, I was really, really, really yeah, happy to see that. Awesome. That was so. So we have uh, South America. You know, we have North America. Obviously, we had Europe. We had Bangladesh. We had Brazil. We had. Yeah, so um, we've covered almost Kingdom, every yeah. continent except well, Australia. Uh, yeah, we haven't hit Australia yet, so we're... we're and if there's we're, anybody in Antarctica. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, all the scientists out there, you must be bored. You're out on the <laughs> ice every day, yes. all day, studying the core. Have a shot of Kazoo, it'll warm yeah. you up. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and listen to our podcast back in your... Uh, back in your... Igloo. In, 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 wherever you're staying, it's, it's warm. Um, and we have a, a, a... Please forgive me, I'm probably going to, to butcher this name, but we also have uh, a couple new listeners in... Borny Mouth, uh, United Kingdom. So nice. Borny Mouth. Nice. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. That's awesome. Uh, but we have a couple new listeners from the United Kingdom, and that's actually one of the reasons why I went out and bought this uh, this Oriental Spice Gin mm-hmm. that's actually made uh, made in the United Kingdom. So thank you all so much for listening to us. We really, really appreciate yeah. it. We definitely love seeing new listeners from around the world. That is amazing. Yeah, we are checking off our continents uh, and Do our states. Do we have any from Croatia? Oh, have, oh, yeah, oh, we, we have, have several. Yeah. Several. Awesome. From Split, Zagreb. Nice. Split, Zagreb, Zagreb, Zadar. Zadar We're waiting course. for our first that will actually, where from, it'll pinpoint down to Privlika. From Privlika. <laughs> <laughs> Small town. And hopefully that will happen soon. Um, yeah, we'll probably be there in the summer, so that'll be really cool. We can yep. actually, we'll, I think we're going to get uh, giant JBL Bluetooth speaker <laughs> and just, uh, you know, cruise the beaches of of neen and and of uh what's beaches the other what's the other beach that we go to not neen it's uh where we go in the jet skis oh it's in Vier. in Vier. Yeah. and we're, we're just going to cruise the uh the beaches we're going to go to that that vacation town down the street or down the way from where Zato? you're and we're just going to play it There's we're just going to play it like say anything style and, and and we're going to and translate. We'll be wearing, we'll be wearing our uh, Thirst and Gold gear. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have some uh, Thirst and Gold gear uh, coming up when the weather gets a little warmer. And we'll be giving some of that away probably to our listeners as well. Yeah. So that'll be really awesome. Uh, so thank you all so much for, for listening. We really, really appreciate we it. We do appreciate it very much. And what's next on the big board? Um, we should we talk about the Super Bowl? Unfortunately, we, yeah. again. <laughs> well, we talked about <laughs> well, a little bit. Well, Simon, what did you think? Because me and Ben were out here talking about it in episode twelve point one, our bonus episode. But you weren't out here. Yeah. But you were happy though that the Rams lost because you're a Seahawks fan. That's so, right. Of course. That's right. That's right. I felt bad though because a friend of mine was actually at the game with his kids and. Yeah, I know what it's like to lose a Super Bowl. Not that I play, but, you know, <laughs> when your team loses. so Sonia was the tight end for the, uh, the Seahawks <laughs> in Super Bowl 49. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Ronna, thank you for calling me a tight end. <laughs> Especially the older we get. Well, exactly. Sonia, you've been working out, I've noticed. <laughs> um, so, no, I, I, I called it from the beginning. I said you did. I said the Pats are going to go again. It was like, no, no, no. Pats are there. They won. So yeah, yeah. I still want to know. I still want to know. Every week, 
We, we do our little uh, predictions. I want to know where I ended up by the end of the year. Do you well, we can that? do that. We can actually, we'll have time now. Well, you know, you know, we don't have time to look back, Sonia. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you probably beat us both. <laughs> exactly. We don't have to go back and look at the numbers. Listen to me. Yeah, I'm just happy yeah. I didn't need to make We it, should have Sonia's you know. betting corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not actually, we should corner. have Sonia's betting corner, especially <laughs> after the way I got. It looked really cute. I suffered in the Super Bowl. <laughs> the colors were really nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was uh, you know, we talked about it on, on Sunday. It, it was just, it was not, uh, you know, it was not a particularly fun game to watch. It was um, not exciting. And If uh, you're looking for entertainment, that game was not was not it at all. You know, and not, not much, you know, not much developed uh, over the past week. I did hear a really interesting thing about uh, Bill Belichick and the defense, which I thought was really cool. Um, so I guess the game plan going in because typically the Rams are, you know, they're 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 lining up on offense, <clears throat> you know, you know, waiting for that 15 second cutoff for McVay to be communicating with Goff. In this game, what they did was they stayed in the huddle, which was something they had not normally did, which is exactly I what you should that. do in a Super Bowl, which is act completely, you know, ask your young quarterback to do something new. Uh, so they stayed in the huddle until 15 seconds, and then they broke. Uh. But what Belichick was doing because his defense was so well trained is he was sending in two plays. Two defensive plays on every play that the Rams ran on offense, and he was waiting until McVeigh could no longer communicate with Goff, and then he was sending the the play in. So Goff had no idea what was coming, and McVeigh couldn't tell him what was coming, and it just completely befuddled him the entire game. Yeah, very he smart. was definitely befuddled. <laughs> yeah, he looked like it. Yeah, he did yeah. not look good. I he mean, he nervous, did not. He looked anxious. I mean, he, he just didn't look like he was ready. Did Belichick get in his head, huh? <laughs> well, well, I think Belichick got in both their heads, both both his head, Goff's head, and, and uh, Sean McVay. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was, not look Goff good. looked terrible. Goff goofed. And I don't know if you yeah. can come back from that. Well, I mean, I'm sure, I don't know. I'm sure he'll be back, but I, well, know. he'll play. But yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you want him as your quarterback after that. Oh, I don't know about that. Know. You know, it's, it's, it's. Let them keep him. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's his third year in, right? That's a yeah. And I mean, I, I used to think, oh, I don't want to, I don't want another Ben Roethlisberger. I don't want another Aaron Rodgers. Someone who just goes out there and improvises and and gunslings, as they He's say. Not. But he, Goff is incapable of sort of doing anything. Yeah, in the moment, on the fly, instinctually. Yeah, I no, hear Foles is looking for a job. Yeah, he is. Actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was... we'll, we'll see what happens with that. I'm not, you know. But yeah, I mean, I, I really think that McVay is going to have some serious thinking to do about whether or not he wants Goff to be his, his quarterback going forward with, with a lot of the players that are yeah, leaving. I mean, with, you know, with... 30 year in, in, in the Super Bowl, that's also pretty impressive, too. But it was a crap show. The girly It was. Uh, no. uh, what yeah. happened to Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, no one knows. I mean, it's like the it's it, this is weird. Yeah, this is like the really Dead Sea say. Scrolls. Nobody knows the, you know where to find them. Yeah, nobody <laughs> wants to really say like if he was injured, yeah. if he's still feeling the effects from the injury, you know, a few weeks prior. Um, but the 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 game was well. The defense, come on. I mean, both defenses held the him. The defenses to were great. Don't excellent. get me wrong, yeah. but uh, the offenses were just off. It just seemed like yeah. they were just off, and yeah. it, it just wasn't fun to watch. I mean, hey, it, hey. Want me to go wingo on you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, but it was pretty amazing. Um, you know, even though the, even though it was a defensive battle, even though the offensive the, the teams could not do sort of could not get anything moving on offense. That when when it came time to score a touchdown, when they needed a touchdown, Tom Brady just drove the I team know. down the field methodically and scored that touchdown. I'm drinking essentially the put the man. game out of reach I'm after playing pretty poorly. Um, fumbled the ball once, had, had one interception early. Uh, even though 
Uh, he hadn't played particularly well, uh, and the the team hadn't actually played particularly well on offense. But they never looked like they're sweating it. But when I it mean, came time to score a touchdown, he just drove them down and scored a touchdown. It was nothing for him. It was absolutely nothing for him, and that's why I newfound respect for the man. I, I give him kudos. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he had a pretty bad game. I mean, but but when it counted in the in the fourth quarter, when he drove them, I mean, he drove them down. And he yeah. scored. That's what he does. That's and it's just six Super Bowls for one coach and one quarterback. It's just and not now, fair. Now they're tied with uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're tied Steelers with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And who's for... the, I mean, who knows? They go back to the Super Bowl next year. Well, the AFC. But wait a minute. <laughs> Me and Sonia have been saying this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We for have. years now. That is true. That is true. Well, wait a minute. Six Super Bowls in what? How many years? Uh, 18 years, give or take. Right. Nine, well, nine many, total. Nine total right. appearances, yeah. right? Yeah. And how many Super Bowls, or how many years did it take for Steelers to get the six? Uh, every, what, what year did the Super Bowl begin? <laughs> right. <laughs> Whatever right. year the Super so Bowl began the in the 60s. Part. 53 all the way, ago. All the way through, uh, Everyone all the way has through their 2000 moment. and, what's that? Everyone's got their moment, and when Tom Brady's gone... I don't see anybody sitting on the bench for 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 Tom. He's oh, that Belichick will find somebody. I mean, he'll find somebody. I mean, there's just no doubt about it. I, I mean, he always finds replacements. He he always finds replacements, and I mean, yeah. it's, well, it also has to do with uh, Tom Brady taking a pay cut, and you know, he's just a smart QB. He knows that it's not all on him. You it's about found the team. respect for it. Yeah. I, I'm drinking the Kool Aid. Wait, did you have a? You, you had no respect before. Well, I was I was jealous of them. <laughs> I envy them like all the other. Sonia people. had no respect for the first five, but yeah. it was but the pretty, sixth one puts her over the top. But it was no, pretty amazing. No, I mean, the one really against was. Atlanta is when I turned around. Oh, that, that was is. it. I knew you guys were going to beat them. I did. I had uh, no uh, doubt about it. The Eagles, you guys the, were hot. Yeah, Sonia was. <laughs> what? Everybody who was sure. late on a mortgage payment in Vegas and Sonia. Those were the <laughs> only people that <laughs> thought the Eagles were going to win that game. Yeah. Uh, well, of course they had a chance. I mean, if you're in the game, you have a chance to win the game. But, uh, you know, after Gronk scored that touchdown, you know, I, you, you saw him. You were with yeah, me yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. watching that game. I was like, should I cry now? <laughs> no. Is but, yeah, it I mean, over? It was, I mean, it was pretty amazing. I mean, it was you guys a, were hot. It, it, how good? I mean, they they just, you know, they play they play at a level that they need to play to win the game. I think I I am completely confident that if the Rams got out and scored twenty one points in the first half of that game, that somehow the Patriots would have won by you know thirty five to twenty eight. Yeah, but it's crazy um, how good their offense was throughout the year, and it was just stagnant, completely stagnant in this game. I mean, three points. I know. In the Super Bowl? That's pretty This is what you and come I out think and do? And I think they, I mean, you're supposed to change when you when you play yeah. Bill Belichick. Yeah. But I think they changed too much. Yeah. Staying in the huddle. You know, trying to stretch, the, you know, I said they needed to stretch the field, but I didn't know, I mean, I didn't think they would completely not run. It's almost like they run, changed everything. Yeah. Not run a single play action pass in the entire game. That was lame. I mean, that just, when, it, when that was the, the majority of the plays they, they ran on offense in the regular season were play action. Mm-hmm. The majority of the games that they, they won in the regular season, they ran the ball 20 times or more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just, I don't know if it has a lot to do with losing Cooper Cup. Because once they lost Cooper Cup, then their offense starts to suffer. That is that true, point. but that was early that's in the a year. problem. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what amazes me about, you know, some of these, some of these other teams is that they, they lose players. And they're still able to sort of find a way to get there. I mean, the Rams got there uh, to the Super Bowl without Cup. Uh, the Eagles got into the playoffs this year and got to the Super Bowl last year without their starting quarterback. And my Steelers, and we lose year. one player, year, we lose year. Brown, or we lose Bell, or we lose one guy. 
and the whole team just completely self-destructs. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's really impressive what these other teams are able to do. I mean, the Seahawks were able to, you know, essentially move on from Marshall and Lynch and from some other players, you know, and and really continue to do well. Move down from Sherman. Uh, that's our mascot Butters that you hear shaking his ears there in the background. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really impressive uh, what what uh, you know what the Rams and the Patriots were able to do with the, with the rosters that they had going into the into the season. And Donald played pretty well, I guess. No, but well, both defenses, but yeah. they didn't put enough pressure on Brady. I, I, I think I think New England put a lot more pressure on Goff in this game than. Oh, he was running for yeah. his life back there. Yeah, he was. He was. And it was with four guys. I mean, and and I think I think Belichick played with seven seven to eight DBs on a regular basis in that game, which is not something that they they normally do. And they pressed the line, and it was just a strange. It was just a strange Super Bowl all the way around. I mean, what, what was it—the lowest scoring or second lowest scoring? Ever? I think it was the lowest scoring. The lowest, lowest scoring ever. Yeah. Um, you know, thirteen to three. Three. Boring. And when you look at it up there, you're like, wow, whoever is that, had three. Is that like a World Cup yeah. score? Is that like? Yeah. Is that like? Is that like Spain versus it, yeah. some country yeah. you never heard of? Is, is that like a World Cup score? Is, is, is that <laughs> Spain versus Liechtenstein? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so we'd love to hear your thoughts. You know, send us a you know send us an email. Um, you know, send us a note on Twitter about your thoughts about the Super Bowl. If you have any questions you'd like us to answer, and uh, we will uh, we'll talk about it uh, probably in passing in the future. But what's next up on the big board? Well, Ben, we have Trey Wingo's rants, and people have been talking about this. I'll say, <laughs> I've been talking about this. Just yeah. shut up! There it is. Here, here it is. Here it is. Let's Ronnie, just shut up! Yeah, let's listen to it. Trey Wingo, he told me to shut up, but let's listen to it. All right, here we go. You don't want to watch? Then don't watch. Go watch the Raptors and the Knicks. Go do something else. But don't sit there for four flipping hours with your eyes glued to the game and say, Oh, this is so boring. But I can't stop watching. Oh, it's so boring. Just shut the hell up. Oh, okay. That's... I mean, give me a break. If you don't want to watch it, then don't watch it. But don't watch the game and sit there and go, oh, I hate it. That's the worst. And you people that did that, you're the worst. The absolute worst. Wow. Yeah, Jerry, we'll tell them. I don't want to hear any of that garbage. If you don't want to watch the game, don't watch the game. But don't sit there watching the game and saying, oh, I'm so <laughs> bored. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Give me a break. All right, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think I think Mike Golick was thinking, "All right, shut up, dude." Before we lose all our ratings. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, this like, this was on Mike Golick's radio show. Yeah, um, he's not coming back. On- <laughs> not after that. I wouldn't allow that guy back on my radio show. Why though? Tell me why. Huh? I don't have a problem with that. Well, this he's is right. About what? We sat there, we watched the game, and said, "God, it's boring." But we still watched the fucking game. Well, because it's the Super Bowl, of it's course, super, we're going exactly, to watch it. Exactly, but we're it. whining about it. But so that's we don't well, have to. Well, I mean, Wingo, what is he? I mean, I think yeah, he's the he- he's host right. of NFL Primetime. He's been on ESPN for a while. I think he started out. Yeah, but he's announcing he's arena more, football games. Yeah, but he's usually more level-headed. Than yeah, yeah, that. yeah. That was like I, a, I that was like took him over the top. That was like Howard Dean. We're going to go. We're going to go to, to, to yeah. Los Angeles, yeah. and we're going to go to New Orleans, and we're going to go to New England. Yeah, that, and he, me. Yeah. If anybody broke their eardrums on that right there, but that's exactly what it was like. Yeah, I mean, it was like something out of completely out of left field, that like almost a career-ending yeah. type of dumbass. No, it, it, it was it was like a six-year-old kid throwing a temper tantrum because his mom took his you know Xbox away or something. It's like 
Dude, the reason people aren't watching the game is because it is the Super Bowl. We yeah, expect... that's how he makes his living is by people talking about the game, good, <laughs> bad, or indifferent. Exactly, and, and the consensus was the Super Bowl was bad. Yeah. I, it, most people in this country thought it was not a very good Super Bowl. And not every Super Bowl is going to be, you know, a great Super Bowl. Yeah, not every game is going to be a great game. And, the and, you Eagles know, can't and, be in every single one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I talk about, and I talk about defense, and I, you know, and yeah. I, I got what I wanted. I got a defensive Super Bowl. But it was more sloppy offense than it was good defense, in my opinion. I mean, I, I think that's what most people thought. It was like, yeah, it was, it was you know, just... It was just a bad game all around. But I felt bad for Golik because at the yeah, end of that piece, we didn't we didn't play it all the way through. Uh-huh. You know, he says like uh, he says, you know, the the opinions expressed by yeah. Mr. Wingo are not uh-huh. do not represent the Mike Golik show. He's like, yes, they do. <laughs> awesome. No, no, they don't. Awesome. No, because I'm people. I mean, that's the that's ESPN's brand. Uh, if he was on my show, I'd be like security. I mean, I, I am, I'm usually befuddled. I'm usually befuddled by the fact that anyone can listen to the commentary on ESPN yeah. on just about any subject. Yeah. So he. But the reason that pe- people listen to the people that they have on that sh- uh, on that network that are not particularly bright or former players is because people want to talk about the games, good games, bad games. Yeah. They want to hear what you have to say about the bad games as well as the good games. That's, exactly. that's how you make your living. Yeah. NFL primetime, why don't people just shut their TV, TV off at whatever time it is on the West Coast out here? Why don't we just shut our TVs off at, at you know, at 4.30? Yeah. And then tune back in at 5 o'clock and then shut our TVs off again at 9. The reason we tune in to, to hear what you have to say is because we're interested to hear what you have to say yeah. about the game. And this is how you've made your living for the last 30 years, everybody, you dumbass. Everybody that I've talked to about the Super Bowl, they've said it was it was a terrible Super Bowl. It was 13-3. to Everybody three. thinks that it was a bad Super Bowl. Hell, the AAF game so, tonight was like 6-3 to three yeah, yeah. or something like that all the way in the third quarter. I was like, oh, this game is boring. The AAF, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, he's acting like you know we're not allowed to have our own opinions on something. It's like, dude, that that is our opinion, and the reason a lot of people didn't tune out. Well, a lot of people did because it was the lowest rated Super Bowl in yeah, the yeah, past yeah, yeah. ten years. Yeah, that is true. That is true. But the reason people kept on watching is because you know you have Super Bowl parties. Everybody comes over, watches the game. I came over here to watch the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and we I mean, said it's boring. It was boring. The entire <laughs> game was freaking boring. You know, even though it was I mean, tied at three three in the fourth quarter, it's like. Yeah, okay, this is still boring. I mean, I expected I will say that kind of thing. Yeah. Or, or, or one of, you know, someone someone like me would say that kind of thing. Yeah. But you don't expect someone who makes a living professionally But you respect other that. people's opinions. Of course. But, I mean, you know, Floyd Mayweather doesn't fight some kickboxing champion in the, halfway across the world for $10 million because the fight's going to be exciting. He's mm-hmm. going to knock him out in 20 seconds. Yeah. And it's... the fight was boring. Yeah, actually, there's uh, a fight But tonight. people want to watch it. There was an MMA fight tonight. Let me just see if I won. <laughs> Wait, you were fighting tonight? You look pretty good. Yeah, well, hey, I've been working out, man. <laughs> you look pretty good I for getting knocked out. I leave the, the two of you alone. I got a tight end. <laughs> but let me take a look. Uh, I can't find it right here. Well, Sonia, what do you think? What did you think about his rant there? I, you know what? I, I don't care. I, oh. I, you know what? I think everybody oh. should be entitled to their own opinion. And I mean, we we, we pretty much talk all smack, anyways. But. Um, yeah, but if somebody has if somebody has a differing opinion, we don't yell at them and tell them that they're stupid and that it's yeah. You know. L- listeners from Borny Mouth, <laughs> if you disagree with us, please don't listen. I mean, come on, yeah, you know it's 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 pretty asinine. Uh, I, I do well, a I, man, I do a good enough job at insulting people from Cincinnati or Baltimore <laughs> or Cleveland. But you know that's your same division. So. <laughs> you know, but you shouldn't be insulting your own listeners. Yeah. I mean, you're the people. I mean, ESPN is terrible. I mean, ninety percent of the country probably thought that the Super Bowl was pretty boring. Ex- the ten percent were the people rooting for the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. There were thirty-five thousand people the in, in only, Quincy Market. 
only person that I talked to this entire week that thought the game was okay was a Patriots fan. Everybody oh else God. thought it was terrible. And it was. The most exciting moment of the game was... was when it ended. When it ended. <laughs> when, uh, you know, when Brady drove him down the field for that touchdown. Uh, you know, then I think, didn't, didn't Goff throw a pick after that? Um, but either way, I mean, I, I just don't understand. Or something. I, I mean, but, if it was like some new person, like somebody who's been around, hasn't been around that long, but this is almost like um, Van Pelt or Boomer or one of these other guys just going on some I, kind of tirade. You know, but he was literally, but he wasn't, this wasn't Skip Bayless, right? No, no, no. This wasn't bullshit. This wasn't done on... Or Stephen A. Stephen yeah. A. goes on his rants. And you expect d- that from Stephen A. But Trey Wingo is a level-headed guy. But he does it on purpose. Like, and this like, sets him yeah. off? This sets him off? And it was like really? a legit, like he was, he was viscerally angry by what people were saying. saying. About the guy. Exactly. And, and Stephen A. is an act, and, and, and Bayless is an act. Yeah. It's all an act. But I think he was like, you could see like the yeah. veins You're on his forehead. You're not allowed to have an opinion. The veins Whatever on his Trey forehead Wingo were popping says. out. I mean, it was pretty ridiculous. I mean, yeah. it was a pretty ridiculous thing to, to watch. I mean, I didn't think it was real at first. I yeah. thought, well, this has got to be a joke. Because um, Mike Golick is like the most level-headed, yeah. sort of just friendly dude. Like, you want to run into him at, like, at, you know, at a, you know BJ's Brew House and have a burger and just talk about football. At our local liquor, liquor establishment. <laughs> at our local liquor establishment. <laughs> so, yeah, I, 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 thought, I, I thought he blew his top for no reason. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, I gotta drink some more of this tequila. I mean, that's the only way I can get over Trey Wingo. Okay. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, I'm gonna do the same thing. But the sound effects, Ben. For people who say this podcast is boring, <laughs> <laughs> just don't listen. Don't listen. No, keep on listening. You might find something interesting. <laughs> Whatever you do, just go home. Go yeah. home and get in your bed. Yeah. Oh well, my god, I've never seen anybody. I mean, yeah. when Bayless do, does it, he always has like a little it bit of a like smirk. Ben, when I was arguing my Saints uh, <laughs> playoffs. Uh, uh, when I lost, when I lost <laughs> the ability to function my words, I was like, <laughs> I was like trying to describe the way that Breeze threw the ball, and I was just making gibberish yeah. sounds out yeah. of my mouth. Yeah, well, you heard it on the radio. <laughs> you heard it on the way home from work. Wait, Listen so to I want Trey Wingo's salary then. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I, I thought that was pretty terrible. I mean, for a professional to come out and say that about people's opinions. Yeah, it's uncalled for. Yeah, especially when the game was, in fact, boring. It was. It was very boring. I mean, we were excited, right? We were excited to watch the game, even though it wasn't the Steelers. It wasn't yeah. the Seahawks. It wasn't the Eagles. Um, but it was a, It was one of the most high-powered offenses of the last two years. Yeah, they were ranked two and four. Yeah, against yeah, yeah. Yeah, against a team that you, you bet could the score. Over. You bet the over. Right? I bet the over. I, yeah. actually, I, I actually had a prop bet on that game that it would be the highest-scoring nope. Super Bowl ever. That's why we should have Sonya. Yeah, it was 75, I think I 75 under. points. It was, uh, what was it, San Francisco and somebody. that it's, I can't remember who their opponent was. And he scored 70. It was a 75-point game, I think. Steve Young was the quarterback uh, for San Francisco, I think. A long time ago. <laughs> I could be wrong. But I actually thought, like, oh, my God, McVay's going to come out and he's going to chuck the ball around and Brady's and then Brady's going to have no choice but to throw the ball down the field and score a whole bunch of points. And That's what everybody thought. Neither one of their defenses was particularly – you know, shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, but wow, that was that was a pretty amazing rant. And uh, I hope, I hope that if I go on a similar rant, that when I leave the table for a few minutes, that you guys will play my rant back uh, <laughs> while, I'm, <laughs> while I'm not here and opine about my idiotic rant. So let me ask you this though, because hearing his rant, I never listened to him. I never listened to the guy. Uh-huh. But hearing his rant, he was actually being honest. Like, shut the fuck up, guys. Well, no, it was a Super Bowl. It was boring. Fine. How many times do you have to say it's boring? 
Yeah, but it was. I mean, because you expect you expect greatness you, you, from two. Well, well, not great, but just entertainment. Because the majority of the family, I mean, there's not a lot of. Were rams. you not entertained by the was, commercials? Were you not entertained? No, the commercials were also terrible. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about commercials. But, I mean, it, the, the majority of the country was. They were not excited about this Super Bowl. Uh, you know, obviously you have the New England fans. And then you have a few Rams fans here and there. You just want to be entertained. It's a Super Bowl. It's the last game of the season. And it just was not exciting. And and, and the consensus around the country, 90%, is it was pretty boring. Well, yeah, like Trey. I, said, I lost to this. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, yeah. Trey, we're not a lot, asking. A lot of people were thinking that. Like, my team could have played better. Yeah, I mean, we're Trey, we're not asking for the Hunger Games or the Running Man here. We're just asking for a game that is somewhat entertaining. Yeah, that's, that's all. It. That's it. Uh, you know, the commercials were pretty bad. The game but was pretty bad. I can tell you this. I'd want to listen to him now. I'd want to listen to what he's got to say. I would turn him off. See, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'd want to hear what he's got to say. Yeah, but usually he's he's, he's a level-headed guy. He's, he doesn't go off on these rants. Well, and, something uh, happened. Something triggered him. Uh, maybe yeah, I used to listen. him off. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I used, I used <laughs> to listen to Mike maybe. and Mike in the morning. I used maybe to. Maybe he was back having in a good day. day. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just don't understand being so upset about, you know... I mean, it's not his league. He's not Roger Goodell. Yeah. He's not making twenty yeah, million dollars yeah. a year. Yeah. Is that his team? Maybe. Uh, Maybe. Maybe he's a Patriots fan. Well, Maybe. Patriots fans. I mean, I guess. I guess they do have that weird chip on their shoulder after winning six Super Bowls in eighteen <laughs> years and nine appearances. I mean, I know how they would feel as if people didn't give them enough respect. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from a Pittsburgh, the Eagles fan. have one championship. Yeah. The Seahawks yeah. have one championship. The Steelers have a couple championships, <laughs> uh, but none recently. Um, and we would love to have been in that boring ass game, <laughs> holding up the Lombardi Trophy at the end, saying, "You know, we won the game." All I know is I'm glad I am no longer uh, considered to have been the most boring Super Bowl. <laughs> the- but it was, but it was also exciting because you know the defense played well. I mean, oh, that was interceptions. Was a, there was me? safeties. I mean, there was well one safety. One but safety. I mean, it was it was it was it was more exciting than just. You know, three and out, punt, three and out, punt, three and out, punt. Right, but we were considered the most boring Super Bowl. The Denver Super Bowl? Yeah. Oh, the Denver, Denver has yeah, been yeah, a But you put up but 40 now, points. Hey, I'm no longer the most boring Super yeah. Bowl. But, but Denver lost a lot. And I don't I think, think that was a particularly boring Super Bowl, yeah. the way you guys played right from the get. When that defense played, yeah. that defense was, just watching that defense play was enter- more entertaining than this game. Yeah, but in the 80s, that I mean, Denver lost to the Niners like 40-something to like, I don't know, it was like forty-eight to ten or something. Oh my god! I, rem- score I remember too. the so first Denver's first time losing. Yeah, I remember the first Patriots Super Bowl I watched. I don't remember if they played the Bears, but it was just a. Comp- I think that was the first one that I really remember watching on my thirteen-inch Teletron. Um, <laughs> but it was Way like the Patriots the where they had the, where on they, the on the moving picture, and they just got was it? Did, did, did the Bears play the Patriots in that when they were the? the no, no, the Bears played the Colts. Uh, what are you talking about? Oh six or no, no, in, in the, the eighty-five team. The, no, I don't think I'm not sure who it was, but I don't think it was the Colts. But whoever they, whoever the like Patriots, year old, yeah. But whoever the Patriots played back then, I mean, they just got just blasted, and I still watched. Yeah, I mean, I remember it, but I didn't, you know, I didn't but write, I didn't expected. write, I didn't write NBC and say this game was boring. But that was expected to be a, a, a defensive battle, at least on the oh, first yeah, 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 for sure. So. All right, all right. Yeah. What's next up on the big board? Well, Ben, you have salary cap question. Oh, let's do the beer. Question you want to do the beer? We uh, skip yeah, the beer. Let's do the beer. Let's do the beer now. You know, let's do the beer. And uh, Ben, we're going to do our beer announcement. You got this white ale, and it's in an Icelandic 
Ooh, it's cool. Light ale. That's really cold. Yeah, so As you know, it should be. I, I cannot overstate my 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 surprise when I saw that we had a listener from uh, or two listeners actually from Iceland. Uh, so we went out, or I went out, and I and I located a beer from Iceland, and I don't know. I, I, I forgive our ignorance. Not sure if this is an actual good beer or not, or if it's considered a good beer in Iceland. But this is an Einstock and I or Einstok. I'm not sure exactly how you say it. I'm sure I butchered that. Uh, it's a white right. ale. Um, it's from the Einstock Brewery, which is apparently located just 60 miles south of the Arctic Circle. In the fishing port of, I'm going to butcher this too, a Curie, A-K-U-R-E-Y-R-I, a Curie, Iceland. Uh, allegedly, this water that makes up this beer flows from rain and prehistoric glaciers down the hill of Hildefall Mountain, or Hildefall Mountain, <laughs> and through ancient, ancient lava fields delivering the purest water on Earth and the perfect foundation for brewing deliciously crafted ales. So what we're drinking is the it's a Icelandic white ale. Uh, it has uh, the key ingredients are malt, pilsner malt, oats, Bavarian noble hops, coriander, and <laughs> orange peel. Wow. Uh, apparently this is a clean, crisp, smooth mouthfeel that links, or that thanks to the oats, citrus, and spice, round out a refreshing finish. Well. That is what we're uh, in store for Tonight, so we will taste this All right, Icelandic well, white ale. Thank you again, thank you for uh, listening listeners from Iceland. Iceland. Please come back. Here you go. You're gonna actually hear us open the beautiful can. Yeah, there it is. No bottle. We didn't. I couldn't find the bottles. All the way from Iceland. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it is very smooth. It is very smooth. <laughs> Do they have that accent? I don't know. Oh, oh this wow! Is something I could drink. All right, it's good. Uh, it's very light. It's very very well, it's light. I think I could drink this whole thing without stopping. I'm just like one chug. Oh my god, this is a very very. I mean, it's clean, it's crisp, it's cold. It's not bitter. It's not bitter no at all. Um, would you would you like your own, Twitty? No, it's good. actually <laughs> this this is something. You this can is drink a good beer around the pool on yeah, a hot yeah, summer yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear that, Sonia? <laughs> yeah. Where's that pool? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Wow, that's really good. Pools are surprisingly expensive, folks, to put in from scratch. It's very, very light. Wow, that is a beer I could have, I could have drank drunk, drank <laughs> uh, during the Super Bowl, yeah, and, and 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 done so all day instead of actually. Well, I was drinking rum and coke for some strange reason. Five point two percent alcohol, to be exact. <laughs> this is really, really good. Iceland. Kudos to you, Sonia. What do you think? It's it's really good. It's um, crisp. It's wow, crispy, very crispy. It's easy to drink. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is good. I am I am definitely something I'll look for this summer. And I will be on the glaciers in Iceland. <laughs> so this year when we go to Croatia, we're going to take a pit stop in uh, in Iceland. We're going to meet our listeners in Iceland, Iceland, and then we're going to take another trip down. To Croatia, but this is really, really we will good. Will not stalk you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't taste. I mean, honestly, I don't taste the citrus as much as as I do. as I expected to taste it. But that's a really good beer. And honestly, folks, we just want to make this clear again: uh, we are not sponsored by any of these companies. Not by Kazool. Not by 
um, the gin uh, that I mentioned earlier, nor by this 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 um, Einstolk beverage. We're just doing this out of a, the 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 kindness of our hearts and out of the the want to bring you guys good information. Yeah, so mean, please don't ever think that just you know, for that, any of our listeners out that there, we're being paid a, by any uh, of these companies because we're not a good beer to drink on a hot day that you could drink easily and a lot of them. This is definitely one of those beers. Wow, that is really really good. All right, I'm gonna finish that beer. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So thank you, Einstock or Einstock. I'm not even gonna to attempt to yeah, get well, this right. Well, they're probably listening to us tonight and be like, "Yeah, that's that's our Bud Light." Uh, all right. <laughs> well, we like it. We like it. It, it. it it tastes very nice. I like that. All right, send us some. Uh, I don't know what they eat there. It's a lot of fish, I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so what's next up on the big board? Next up, Ben, we have the salary cap. Question. Yeah, so I sort of snuck this one, this one in on, on Friday because I was just curious uh, about his opinions on this. So the salary cap currently, I think, is um, $177 million expected to go up uh, somewhere near $200 million next year. And year after year, we see these teams that uh, don't spend the full amount that is permitted under the salary cap. Or teams that do spend, you know, the amount of money that's allotted under the salary cap, but just don't seem to get any better. Mm-hmm. So we have, uh, and I know you'll you'll love to hear this, Major League Baseball, yeah. uh, going back to, you know, as long as the salary cap has been around in the NBA or the NFL, has more diversity in champions by far than the NHL, the NFL, or the NBA. Mm-hmm. So is it time that we either require that every team spend every last penny or damn near every last penny that's that's permitted under the salary cap or do we want to just you know consider getting you know moving away from the salary cap altogether and stop sending you know for example eagles money to buffalo or steelers money to cleveland or seattle money to tampa no <laughs> or do we want to continue the socialist regime that we have now yes you know it's 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 really hard to say. I mean, you know, obviously coming from a large market, you know, this is L.A. or or any one of our teams. I mean, Philly's a, a pretty large market. Uh, Seattle's not a small market. You know, Pittsburgh uh, have, has a lot of fans around the country. We do. Yeah. Um, and we that, buy jerseys. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really tough. I mean, in the, in the NBA, I do not agree with it. Because you're a Laker fan. Because I'm a Laker fan, <laughs> and I think they we should be like, able. And the Lakers have lots of money. They should be able to spend as much as they want on Anthony Davis or whoever they want to bring over here. Uh, but the NFL, it's you know, it's it's a larger roster, and so maybe that's why they put a cap on it. I mean, just like in baseball too. How, how large is a roster in baseball? One baseball team. It's not a 53 man roster. It's oh, but, it, but it's a, it's a whole different setup. I mean, yeah. you've got you've got. You know, you got damn near forty people on the roster during a regular season, and then you've also got a triple A team, a double A team, and a single A team that you're also supporting and paying for. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas in the NFL, you you have you know your practice squad, and then you have your your active yeah. roster, your fifty three person roster. So you don't have you know three other teams that you're supporting, yeah. as well as your main uh, I mean, I, your professional I think, level. I think team. the reason we have a different opinion is because we come from a larger market. You know, I mean, you're a Yankees fan, also. <laughs> you know, and they spend tons of money. On, on their team over there, but if you're from Buffalo, I think you might have a different opinion. So it's it's not easy for me to say, 
And I, obviously, I wasn't prepared for this question. But <laughs> well, I did try to sneak it up on you. You definitely did. And it's it's kind of hard to say for the NFL. You know, it, it, what is it? What's what's the total that a team could spend? Is it like around two hundred million? It's about one hundred seventy-seven million this year. Next year, it's expected to go up close to two hundred million. Yeah. Well, for the Eagles, I hope it's four hundred million. <laughs> <laughs> Every other team. Well, I, I just wonder. I mean, because there are several teams. That could, I mean, for the for example, I, I, the Colts. A lot of it has to do with management. You know, I mean, look at the the uh, Oakland Athletics and what they've done with the money that they have there. Um, they've been you know, a quite successful team for a, a smaller market team. So I, th- I think it really comes down to management and getting the right players in place. Yeah, and and, and if, if everyone out there knew my politics, they know this runs counter to my politics. But in terms of sports, um, you know, why do we want to? I guess my argument would be, why do we want to reward incompetence? Why do we want to send money to Detroit and to Tampa and to Buffalo Detroit's and to, also not a small and to, just to prop them up when the results are that you end up like in the NBA, you end up with the Lakers or the Spurs or the Warriors. The Spurs or are the, a small market though. They are, but you end up with the same teams back there year after year after year. The Patriots, the Steelers, the Eagles, the mm-hmm. Seahawks. The, Recently the, the Seahawks. Recently, Recently the Seahawks. The too. But you do, end up, you do end up with sort of the same teams at the top of uh, of the playoff hunt every year. Yeah. I mean, no matter how much money you give to Detroit or give to Buffalo or give to Tampa or give to Oakland or give to these smaller market teams, they're allowed to essentially wallow in abject incompetence and get the the, the, the profit sharing for the, from the teams whose fans are out there buying Tom Brady jerseys and buying Nick Foles jerseys and buying <laughs> Antonio Brown jerseys and buying Russell Wilson jerseys. And, and, and I wonder, because the results are... Not the results aren't what they expected them to yeah. be. Yeah, because you get the same teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, in baseball, you have a different winner on a fairly regular basis. Well, baseball. I mean, that's that. It, as much as I hate baseball, and <laughs> <laughs> you know I do, Ben. That, hate that, might be too strong. Yeah. <laughs> it's boring. It's boring. <laughs> this is my trading over it right now. No, <laughs> but you uh, know, no with with. Um, with 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 baseball, that is a different. I mean, it's, it's a difficult sport to to if you, even if you had a, a a salary cap in that sport, it's it's because you pay it one hundred and how many games is it? Uh, it's one hundred sixty two games. It's a very long season, and it's it's just I don't know. It's it's a different sport. Um, I don't know. I can't really compare it to baseball or to basketball, and there are so many markets there too. Um, I really don't know. I mean, you, you, you've befuddled me, I, I seriously. <laughs> well, I'm just wondering, because the Yankees spend a lot of money, they don't win. Uh, the Dodgers spend well, a lot the, of money, the Yankees, they don't win. Well, the Yankees are never bad for a long period of time. But they won when they were making smart decisions. When mm-hmm. they drafted Pettit and, and Rivera and Jeter and, and they signed Ber- and they drafted Bernie Williams and signed Paul O'Neill. And when they had the smaller rosters where they were being smart, yeah, like the A's were being smart, only they had a little bit more money, they won. Mm-hmm. But when you just chuck a whole bunch of money at players... Um, and I think that'll 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 play into some of the general manager, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, conversations that we have in the off season. You know, does it really make sense to to prop up teams that can essentially do whatever the hell they want to do because they know they're going to be profitable? Like, do you want to continue to make AMC cars and whatever other car company went out of business simply because you want AMC car company to be around? Mm-hmm. This is a very boring topic. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. And it, it's something. If if you gave me time 
to actually prepare for this. And I will, and, and I will. This is, the, this is the precursor to the real salary cap discussion. In episode number 14, <laughs> when I can actually look into this and look at the numbers, then it'll be a more interesting conversation. Um, but for tonight's podcast, all right, you, know, all you right. threw it in there, but... I need to prepare for that. There's, there's and apologize to Franny for for like sort of uh, sneak attacking him with this with this Sonic with this attack. subject. Well, yeah, Sonia's so just got completely <laughs> quiet with this one. She's, she's just uh, I've toned it. Sonia yeah. likes the socialism, so yeah. we're good. <laughs> All right, apologize. Well, no, but, but more than anything, <clears throat> I think me. it is the management that makes more of a difference than the salary cap itself. Because if you look at the Spurs, if you look at the Oaklanders, if you're able to have spend less and succeed on the same level as some of those other teams that are in the big markets, they're doing something right. So, I mean, there, there has to do with management, but I'll definitely, that's something I'll look into um, when you give me a warning that well, <laughs> 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 All right, what's next up on the big next board? A lot, Ben. <laughs> We're going to talk about that AAF. And their salary cap, Ben. How is their... No, <laughs> I don't even know if they have a salary cap. Yeah. I'm sure they do. Yeah. But the AAF started tonight. Yes, you know, it you did. Watched a little bit of the game. Uh, what'd you guys think? I thought it was better than I expected. Yeah, you know what? I watched a little bit, and I also thought it was better than what I thought it definitely yeah. would be. Because in, in, in fairness, I mean, I think I brought this up. I, I don't remember what hidden episode this is in, but I think I mentioned that we'll talk about the AAF on Friday. He's like, no, we won't. I, 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 had, I had no idea that it was even something that was getting started. I didn't know it was a league that was getting started. I mean, until last week, I had no idea, really. I'm like, I know, AAF. I know. It just shows how desperate we are for for football. For, yeah. Um, but it, it it feels like it's about time that the NFL had some kind of feeder league that isn't college football. Yeah. Like a professional level league that isn't college football. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know there are people that watch uh, D League and, and NBA, right? I mean, there are people that watch the games. There are people that go to the games because they have nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> but it exists, right? But, I mean, it but, exists as a league. You know, if if the AAF approaches the game as, as as sort of a developmental league, kind of like the, the D-League is to the NBA, then I, I think it could succeed. Um, you know, I, I was reading an article today on, on ESPN because I knew we were going to talk about this, unlike the salary cap. I, <laughs> well, in fair, uh, please, please, please sneak attack me with a, sub, with a topic next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve it. I deserve it. But, uh, you know, it, it was described as a league of first chances and last chances, and I, that's exactly what it is. I mean, you're giving guys out of college a chance to get out of college early, and you're giving a chance to the guys that were kicked out of the NFL another chance to maybe sneak back in. Right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, the Kurt Warners of the world, uh, you know, there are other players that, that are out there that, that, you know, just really didn't get the kind of chance that they deserved mm-hmm. um, coming up. I mean, I think it can be really helpful. Uh, because you, th- these stories do come up from time to time. Players that, you know, were out of the league for some period of time, or were playing in the U, U, you know, the Canadian Football League or USFL, or were bagging groceries, and they get that chance, and they really, really play well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, so what do you think of some of the rule changes? Uh, well, we can talk about some of those. Actually, I, I have uh, some written down here. Um... Uh, like this one, for instance, uh, there will be no television timeouts and fewer full-screen uh, commercial breaks. Uh, that, along with the 35-second play clock, where the NFL is 40 seconds, and uh, some of the changes listed below uh, could shave 30 minutes off in the game. So, do you think the uh, the faster play clock is? It was interesting to watch it tonight. There were a few. I mean, we we. I mean, you I think it's I, beneficial to the game, though. 
I mean, it's five seconds. It's, I, not, it's not like it's that much. Admittedly, when I was when I was reading the rule changes, the play clock, and I think there's some other, uh, you know, no kickoffs and the, the fourth and twelve, the yeah, fourth I, and twelve. I, I did not understand instead of the outside kick. Uh, I thought, oh, this 35 second play clock. This is really going to make it move faster. Mm-hmm. But I almost felt like I missed. But the game some was the, still on for it. Yeah, it la- I mean, how long was the game on tonight? I mean, it was on for over three hours, I believe. It li- the I one we got on the West Coast it. was the Sacramento Commanders, Commandos, um, let's or see, San Antonio uh, Commandos or something. And uh, then, uh, San Antonio Commanders, and, yeah. And the San Diego Fleet, and we'll be yeah. doing, uh, hopefully going down to see the San Diego Fleet at some point. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I thought, I thought the game... Moved fairly well. Uh, it doesn't give you an opportunity to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> because, you know, even when there's a change of possession... There's during, no halftime. <laughs> they play four straight quarters. Even when there's a change of possession, they do that sort of split screen where they have the commercial running on the right and, and you see the, the players preparing for the next uh, change of possession on the, on the left and it comes back fairly quickly. Uh-huh. Um, and I thought that... Um, I would appreciate it, but I actually feel like the NFL moving through the game a little bit more slowly, strangely enough, uh, I actually appreciate a little bit more. I didn't think I would, um, but I but I appreciated that. I, the one the one thing I did appreciate is, is they're actually going to have. Uh, I don't know whether it was tonight or in a, a future telecast. They're actually going to have, and the the NFL is actually considering doing this. They're going to have an official in the box up upstairs mm-hmm. uh, watching the field and they can overrule any play any play call any non-call or any call at any time mm-hmm. that, 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 yeah that was my idea <laughs> <laughs> that's what I wanted alright Sonia so, so we're going to call this Sonia's rule yeah no. and, you know this is like Lorenzo's oil this is Sonia's <laughs> rule <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, excited there uh, you know, I, I watched a little bit of the game you know when I got home from work it, it, I, I was surprised by the competitiveness. Um, you know, I, I didn't expect that level of, of competition. Uh, you know, some of the catches, some of the quarterback plays, some of the passes were, were pretty impressive. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it depends on how they market themselves. <laughs> like I said, you know, if, if they try to take on the NFL, it's not going to work. But as, as a D-League, then it will. It will definitely work. Are you watching a commercial there, Ben? <laughs> Stupid phone. <laughs> Like, what, what do you, how do you think this league can succeed? I think it can succeed if they, I agree with you, if they market themselves well as essentially a D-league for the NFL. Because they've really, they haven't marketed themselves at all. Because I had no idea that this league was coming out until you mentioned it. And if you had mentioned it, I, would, I wouldn't even watch this game. I would not have tuned in to CBS to watch this game. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's been all over Twitter and, and, and online. Um, and unfortunately, I have a, a, a short attention span, so I'm on, <laughs> on Twitter more often than I should be. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you look at at at, at you know uh, football, if you if you search for football or, or anything like that on Twitter today, you're going to see a lot of AAF tweets and a lot of stuff online about it. I today, mean, I, though, today or moving and, leading, and moving, up, and moving but, into today. But yeah. leading up, I had no idea. And and I just I think I agree with you 100. percent If they market themselves as um, a feeder league for the NFL. Sec- yeah. What did you say? Second chance or first chances and last chances? Uh, first chances and last chances. Yeah. I think if they do that, they'll be successful. Mm-hmm. So you watched the game a little bit. I, I mean, just watched like ten minutes. Of yeah. It. yeah. I mean, what, what did you think? 
about the, the, the level of competition and, and was it entertaining? Yeah, it was. I mean, if, if you're going to miss football, that's your go-to. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's something to keep you busy. I mean, thank God there's only, what, eight teams and two Eight games, teams and I think there's... Two games a weekend or something? I don't even know how many games there are. Eight or ten games, I think, before the playoffs? I, I, yeah, I think yeah, I think there's about ten games. I think the final will be in sometime in April, late April, somewhere on there. I think it's enough to keep me entertained. Yeah, I mean, I was actually surprised by the level Until of defensive the play. <laughs> Until the draft is somewhere on that time. Uh, but the level of defensive play surprised me. Yeah, somewhere on there. Yeah. Um, the defense played well. I mean, they knocked the, the quarterback for San Diego, just got shellacked tonight. And there was yeah. no call. Yeah, yeah. And there was no roughing the passer call. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because he, he hit him square in the chest, knocked his helmet off. Uh, I mean, I felt bad for the guy. How do you feel about the no kickoffs? I thought I would like it, but I don't like it. I don't like it either. I don't it, it like it. plays into the strategy of the game. You know, I mean, you, so, so with kickoffs, occasionally it doesn't happen very often, but there are touchdowns scored off of kickoffs. Yes. And, uh, you know, I, I like to see the extra physicality. I like to see guys running straight head-on at each other, tackling each other. I, I think that takes away from the game. What do you think, sweetie? There's no kickoffs in the game. So now, essentially, every time there's a touchdown, a yeah, field goal, they just, start from the they just start from the 25-yard line. So the ball is placed at the 25-yard line, and you just start from there. They but it's like a safety league or something? I mean, yeah, well, no, they still it, punt. They still have a punt. Yeah, they have punts, yeah, but... Uh, for, for safety reasons, yeah. They, it is for safety yeah, reasons. Yeah, oh, I just pulled allegedly. That out of my ass. Oh. Yeah. It's interesting, know. though, to watch. Yeah, I mean, it, it comes it, back it, really it fast. But why is it okay to punt, though. but not to kick off? Yeah, it's, yeah right? Yeah, I, I thought I would like to it, me, but I don't I thing. don't think that I do. And I, I made this argument last week with the rule changes. I wanted the NFL to have more <laughs> runbacks and not less runbacks or no <laughs> runbacks at yeah, all. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, I, and one thing I did like, uh, and I don't, I don't know if you saw this, but they had the there was a so they, the coaches can get two challenges per game. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if you win a challenge, you you still it's still a challenge that is exhausted. So if you win two challenges in a row in the first quarter, you're done. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a little bit idiotic. I think you should have more challenges than than two if you if you continue to win your challenges. Mm-hmm. But there was a there was a, a call on the field, and there was a challenge, and they actually aired the conversation between. The referee on the field and this guy that looked like a like a like a downtown Vegas pit boss <laughs> up in up in the booth. Maybe this he guy, was. This guy is essentially this fairly robust man we got pets in a in. suit with a. Oh, so all you saw was his neck and his head, and he and he said, you know, the call is you know, there's only one foot down, and there's also a loss of possession, loss of control on the sideline. We're going to overrule that. Uh, the play clock should be at X Y Z. And uh, you know we're going to rule this incomplete. And it was really interesting to watch the the conversation between the official and the field because that's completely. And they did it really fast uh-huh. because in the NFL essentially there's a challenge, and then you see the the, the official staring into the monitor, but you don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And they're actually talking to New York City. They're not even talking to someone in the stadium, but you don't know what they're talking about. You don't know it's any kinda, of that. It's kind of nice to hear that conversation though. And I, I think maybe the NFL. Should implement that. And you hear all the conversations, actually, between the official and the sideline. Uh, so the head coach, when the head coach is talking to the official, you hear that conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I actually don't know if I like, uh, because there will be many fewer F-bombs, I'm guessing, <laughs> being dropped uh, So from the sideline. I think those conversations will become a lot less interesting uh, if you actually hear them. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I thought it was far more far more competitive, it was, it was, far it was, more high was, you know higher level of play than I expected, yeah. especially on defense. Yeah, definitely, definitely more entertaining than I thought it would be. And uh, but there are, there are some uh, some players that are familiar. Yes, at least I don't know if you have a list right there on. on I don't. On, uh, well, I'm afraid to open my phone again. Yeah, but but uh, <laughs> Scott Scott Tolzien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who's been in the NFL? I mean, you know, he played for the Colts, the Niners, the Packers, uh, Christian Hackenberg, uh, Jets, Raiders, Eagles, yep. Bengals. For I mean, not. For a long period of time, but very short periods of time, and uh, Zach Mettenberger, who, yep. who who did uh, play for the Titans uh, for a little bit there, um, you know, and then running backs Trent Richardson. Yeah, I, I would like to see Trent Richardson. I, I I'm not sure exactly which team he's on, but obviously he was drafted by the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's and got cut. Yeah, well, he, sort he of, played, yeah. <laughs> sort of. Zach Stacy, Matt Asiata, Daryl Richardson, Bishop Sankey, all guys that. If you played fantasy and you're, you were looking for yeah. a guy to cover yeah. for a week here or there, you know you Absolutely. pick up those guys. Uh, and for the coaches, you know you got Michael, Mike Singletary, Rick Neuheisel, Steve Spurrier, Brad Childress, uh, Mike Martz. So I mean, there, there's there's guys names that you know in this league. Oh, for so sure. That makes it a little and, more interesting. And, and, and Spurrier just put an ass whooping on somebody tonight. He, he's coaching the Orlando team, uh-huh. and. Uh, they just put a beat down on. I can't remember. Was it the Apollos? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, the, uh, the Apollo team, and that's another thing. What's up with, with the, the team with, names? With team names and the logos. Yeah, I agree. I don't. I like, don't disagree with that. I don't like the shields. Shields are not a, a football th- a football thing. They're more like a soccer sort of logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not a big fan of the Arizona Hotshots, Atlanta Legends, Birmingham Iron, Memphis Express. Uh, you know, Orlando Apollo, Salt Lake Stallions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, San Antonio Commanders, San Diego. Well, the San Diego Fleet, I kind of understand that. Um, but, uh, no, more interesting than I expected. Yeah, I mean... And, and, I just don't know how long that's going to last. <laughs> well, I think if they get if, if they play ball with the NFL, I think they can stay around. I think they can actually make a go of this if they stay around. Be- especially because the level of play was actually pretty good tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, having Mike Martz... Uh, who you know he won a Super Bowl with the Rams. Yeah. Um, and Mike Riley on the other side, who coached won multiple Grey Cups in Canada. Uh, I think he's the most winningest uh, all-time coach in Oregon State University football history. I mean, they they have some so players. So won three games. <laughs> <laughs> but I really thought the level of play tonight was surprisingly high, especially on defense. I mean, at the quarterback position is going to be hard. It's mm-hmm. going to be hard for them to find. I mean, when that yeah. that whatever his name is, but I can't even. It starts with a B and ends with an I. I think the, the quarterback for but, uh, uh, San Diego, Berzerichi, uh, uh, yeah, something like that. No he idea. just got his ass just shellacked uh-huh. because he clearly doesn't have very good vision in the pocket, and that's probably why he's not on a roster right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I, I hope that it that that, that it plays well. And uh, I hope that the play continues to, to be good and continues to get better because I'm hopeful that this will give us something to watch, um, you know, between now and and and, uh, now and draft and, time yeah. and uh, because it was it was it was between actually now and, pretty and good. the time that we go on vacation. <laughs> we'll be watching it. We'll be watching it from Croatia. <laughs> All right, what's next up on the big board? Yes, up on the big board, Ben, we have your quiz. Oh. Redeem yourself. Yes, I know I need to be redeemed tonight. All right, where, where are the uh, the buzzers, Sonia? You got yours? I got mine. 
I got mine. Perfect. All, All right, right, Ben. What's, ben. Your, what's your sound, sweetie? How, you just, hear, how do you describe your sound? Let's hear what you have tonight. <laughs> oh, goody. Here we go. Oh, I need more light. I can't see a damn uh, thing out here. The fire is just about to burn the whole neighborhood. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it is kind of cool. Yeah. All right, we're getting a picture it's, of uh, of Frane and myself by the fire. right before yes. the quiz. Ben, what's question number one? All right, Sonny, you're gonna have to take your your eyes away from right. the screen so Do that it. I can so that I can watch the screen and not um, not have you cheating off the screen. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? You were leaning over there with your camera a little bit. Trying to cheat. I'm, I'm kidding. trying to get a picture I'm of you kidding. two fools in a fire. I'm kidding. Did you get it? Did you get it? Yeah, I got the answers here, Ronnie. Yeah. <laughs> All right, first question. All right. All right, these are Super Bowl-ish. All right. They're Super Bowl-ish. Oh, they're God. Eagles-ish. They're he said that last time. I know. Okay. <laughs> this is an interesting question. Oh, and I hope that Franny will get this one or Sonny will get this one. I'm worried. Uh, question number one. The Philadelphia Eagles rostered five quarterbacks in the 1991 season. You know how old I was in 1991? I do, but this is you should get this Lauren one. Lauren was born. <laughs> Which former Bears QB played the most games in that season. Randall Cunningham? McMahon. Sonia is correct. <laughs> Jim McMahon. I love the guy. No way. Am I right? Yeah, Sonia is correct. Congratulations, Sonia. Thank Sonia you. Is correct. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I was I was a little little boy. Uh, well, you know, I mean, I listened to some of your your. Well, Sonia got it though. Yeah. Sonia I got, got it. it. So Jim McMahon, Jim McMahon took the Eagles snaps from 1990 to 1992. In 1991, he played in 12 games, oh, okay. five more than their next quarterback, Jeff Kemp. Hold on, hold. On. That was an Eagles question. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I just said Chicago Bears, and all I know is well, he went on to win. He went on to win the Super Bowl. He went on to win the Super Bowl with the Bears. That's awesome. I accidentally got it right. <laughs> Uh, I would I, I give you kudos for that. That is a big deal. I expected Franny to be like right away. Uh, okay. I was all right. I was seven. <laughs> I was not. <laughs> Question number two: Who played in the highest scoring Super Bowl ever? Joe Montana. Uh no. Sonia. Oh. Young, Steve Young. That is one of the quarterbacks. Who did they play? San Diego, Denver. San Diego is correct. Uh, okay. I'm just trying to say this the first time. South. <laughs> San Diego is correct. Uh, the record for points in the Super Bowl was set 23 years ago by the Niners and the Chargers. Steve Young led Niners came out on top of the 49 to 26 win and a combined 75 <laughs> points. That was the only time two teams combined for more than 70 points wow. for more than two decades. Not yeah. last week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, are you guys ready? Uh-huh. Well, Players ready? Here? Gladiators ready? <laughs> What player led the biggest comeback in Super Bowl history? Uh, oh, I know. It's Tom Brady. Yeah, I was going to say Tom oh. Brady also. <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady is correct. Tom Brady is correct. Atlanta. Yes. That was... Uh, yeah. I, feel, I still feel bad for the fans of Atlanta for that. Jesus Christ. They thought they were going to win a Super Bowl. They were going to like, say, you know, hey, we won Super Bowl 51. We got a trophy. 
But, but no. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, I feel bad for them. Matty Ice. After scoring just three points in the first half of Super Bowl 51, Tom Brady led five consecutive scoring drives after halftime and overcame a 25-point deficit and defeated the Atlanta Falcons 34. Oh, I thought he was going yeah, to I know. Was just, <laughs> <laughs> Patriots. <laughs> All right, this next one. Question number four. Uh-huh. What was the fastest score in Super Bowl history? Sonia. I don't know. I say Seahawks. <laughs> I was going to say Seahawks oh. also with that safety. The safety. You're both correct. <laughs> You're both correct. In Super Bowl 48, the Seahawks defense scored a safety Yay! on the first play from scrimmage. I just seven voice. seconds into the game and the quickest score in NFL Super Bowl history. Uh-huh. And we did it. We all watched it 25 feet from where we're sitting today. <laughs> are you guys ready for question number five? So far, these, these are way better. Buddy. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Well, I, I, I work really hard. Some. I know. I, it's embarrassing to say that I work really hard on these questions. On dumbing I them down. I definitely could have had more notes on the AAF and more notes uh, on the salary cap uh, had I not spent so much time on these questions. I could have more notes on the salary cap, <laughs> but nobody told me we were talking about salary cap. <laughs> Uh, I didn't want to bother I have no notes on salary cap. Uh, who was the first receiver in NFL history to record 100 touchdown receptions? The first receiver in NFL history to record 100 touchdown receptions. Jerry Rice? No, that is incorrect. Sonia? You might have mentioned him on the last podcast. I did. You might have. Paul, what? I don't know. <laughs> might be a jersey you would like to wear. Me? Yes. Huh. A player from a team in the Northwest. Paul, <laughs> <laughs> uh, The first player to ever have 100, touch, 100 uh, touchdown receptions. I'm a moron. Franny, you give up? I do. Steve Largent. Oh, Sonia. We're going that far back. Uh, she mentioned well, we him on like eight back. different podcasts, <laughs> so I figured maybe that she would get this one. Um, when Largent retired, he actually held all major NFL receiving records before Jerry Rice, mm-hmm. <sighs> including most receptions in a career, 819, most receiving yards in a career, 13,100, and most touchdown receptions. He retired with an even Stud. 100 Touchdown receptions. My birthday's coming up. <laughs> yeah, but you, if you couldn't remember that you had oh, mentioned shut it. Shut your pie hole. All right, there's a, there's a bonus question. Ooh, bonus. All right, this bonus. is meant to be the, 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 the bonus question for the free drink. Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> My head is on the right. buzzer. Are you ready? Oh. Uh, I will buy anyone at this table a bottle of their favorite booze if they get this right. Uh, what quarterback? Did Tom Brady replace in 2001? Oh, Drew Bledsoe. Ah, Drew Bledsoe is correct. I rang my bell. All right, all right, all right, all right. So you're buying a right, favorite two. bottle. I'm buying two. That's right. You're lucky. <clears throat> you don't have to buy me much. And it was week two of the 2001 season. <laughs> you're going to buy Sunday height. Yeah. So you're not <laughs> I already bought like three six packs of it. Uh, well, it's going to be 24 packs. Yeah, well, I'm going to have height stuck now. Yeah. <laughs> it's very good. In week two of the 2001 season, an inexperienced Tom Brady replaced Drew Bledsoe after he suffered a devastating hit from New York Jets linebacker Mo Lewis that caused internal bleeding and a collapsed lung. Uh, 
Brady played so well that head coach Bill Belichick screwed Drew Bledsoe smartly and allowed him to keep the starting job even after Bledsoe recovered. Yep. The Patriots finished the season with an 11-5 record and went on to defeat the St. Louis Rams 20-17 to in the Super Bowl. Brady was named Super Bowl MVP, and Bledsoe was traded to the Buffalo Bills. Mo Lewis, huh? Proving that even from the beginning, Bill Belichick don't care who you are. Mo Lewis is Not only did he bench him, he traded him to the Bills. Mo Lewis is getting hate mail for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a Buffalo flag up front. Oh, yeah, I got my Buffalo Bulls flag (laughs) going out front because the Buffalo Bulls are, I think, currently ranked well in in the top 25 right now. In in basketball? Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. NCAA basketball? In men's basketball, I mean, this is a, I mean, this is a nowhere school. I yeah, mean, come on, this is like the far reaches of Western New York. They haven't played anybody though, but they will. Uh, yeah, and they'll lose. But yeah. uh, <laughs> well, we shall see. Uh, but you guys think? Well, what did you think of my quiz? Honestly, that was way better than any other quiz <laughs> so far. Ben. I mean, that that that. That you posted. So, so <laughs> listeners, please, you know, I didn't have as much time to prepare from the other subjects because I was really, really trying to come up with a quiz that All would right. not. I'll do next. Uh, that I would not suffer just horrific abuse for. <laughs> I will do next. I listened week. to our older podcast and I suffered some some pretty pretty strong ridicule for the questions that I have brought <laughs> deservedly so. in the past. So this, uh, if I told you how long it took me to, to put together this quiz, in what quarter you'd probably, did Tom Brady? You'd probably be uh, pretty embarrassed for me. In 1925. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, what's next up the on the big Saskatchewan Yellow Jacket? <laughs> <laughs> what's next up on the big board? On the big board, Ben, we have our top three <gasps> oh. football moments. Oh, Sonia, do you want to get started off? Sure. Are we ready for some Seahawks? We're ready for you all the time, Sonia. Of course. So so um, I'll start from three, go to two, and then go to number one. So number three, surprisingly, is winning the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, of course. Number three. Um, but not only winning the Super Bowl, but getting there the following season. We didn't win. I get that. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it I mentioned nothing. I see nothing. I say Enough. nothing. But we got there the following year and I think that was just incredible for some guys who never been there well they've been there a couple times but you know not back to back my number two was a 67 yard touchdown by the beast Marshawn Lynch back in I think 2011 ran uh, 67 yards for a touchdown against the New Orleans Saints. Yes, yes, he did. And the Saints won the Super Bowl the The year year prior, so we beat the chips. You beat the number one seed that year. But Marshawn Lynch, and not only that, we caused some sort of seismic activity over at Quest Field at the time. I think it was a (laughs) 1.25 or 1.5. It was pretty phenomenal. I wish I was there. Thank you, Paul Allen. Thank you. <laughs> that was on January 8th, 2011. God bless you, Paul Allen. And my number one was January 2015, the NFC Championship game against the Green Bay Packers. We were down 19-7, four minutes left to go. That was an awesome that game. That was crazy. Next thing you know, we're 22-22 going into overtime. I'm outside pacing. I'm texting my best friend, one of my good friends at work, saying congratulations, you guys got this, blah, blah, blah. And we won! <laughs> it was so phenomenal. It was curse. It was my dr- 
Tremaine Curse. He was yeah. the one who yeah. uh, ran it in, and I'm and he didn't. Well, yeah, he ran it in, but I'm so proud of these. And boys, it was the so. tight end. I think the tight end that was in the game for the Packers that tipped the onside kick that should have caught it. Yeah, it was, that's, it was I, I phenomenal. So. It was the onside phenomenal. kick that couldn't happen today because of the new rules. Probably, <laughs> you know, one of the best. Uh, I can't. Like, I still can't believe that happened. I, still, was, I remember watching oh, it, and no. I still can't. When 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 it came off of the tight end's fingers, I was like, "That can't." No, uh, yeah. that, did that just happen? Yeah. 2014-15. It was it was a phenomenal Seahawks year. I mean, they had they had someone on their side. I mean, he was able to float those balls all over the place and win these games in the last twenty seconds. Yeah, so Jesus I, was on Russell. Wilson's Jesus side. was on Russell's <laughs> side. Maybe not so much. He's getting laid now. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that the Steelers hired a private investigator because they were they were they thought I was cheating on him those two years because I brought. <laughs> I think I watched more Seahawks games those two years probably than I watched Steeler games because they were so exciting to watch. They, they were cool. Oh, I mean, man. they were Every so exciting game. to watch. I mean, regular Legion season playoffs. Legion of Boom. It was... It, uh, well, you know, another Wilson game coming though, back. Yeah. against the Vikings. In, uh, oh, uh, two years... No, 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 no. Um, when we went back to the uh, Super Bowl yeah, in 2016. Yeah. That 26-yard field goal oh that was missed uh, outdoors. Oh, my God. Was that Walsh? Was that oh, Walsh? my God, yeah. The one that we picked up the following year, yeah. That I remember watching that. You were out here again, again. out on the porch again. while I'm screaming oh, from the inside telling yeah. you what happened. That, I can't remember how I many cried. times. I can't remember. I, I can't even tell you how many times I've yelled from inside the house. <laughs> he, <laughs> missed he, <laughs> he missed it. He missed it. He missed it. Game. I yelled it again with Parky uh, <laughs> a few weeks ago because <laughs> she's doink. out here standing there like, yeah. oh, I'm screaming. He missed it. He missed it. He missed it. <laughs> it was. Phenomenal. I was surprised too. I was All right, surprised. those were my top three. Yeah, <laughs> that was a pretty good top three. Uh, yeah. I think so. I mean, it's a little Seahawks centric. Yeah, that, 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 that was that was it pretty is. good. But my my, my top so three good. are a little Eagle centric. <laughs> Eagle centric. <laughs> so the first one, uh, my, you know, top started three. Top three is uh, the the Eagle Super Bowl in 2004, 2005 season against the Patriots. The fact that they went to four straight NFC Championship games and they finally made it to the Super Bowl. Yes, and they ultimately yes. lost. That's true. But it's always great to see your team go to the Super Bowl. Um, you know, obviously, I wish they won that game. They didn't. But you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Um, this is my second one. Is the miracle at the Meadowlands number yes. two? Number two. Number two. The the first one I was too young to even remember that one. Uh, but, but I did ask about it in my quiz. The Eagles with Mike Vick came back and scored twenty unanswered points in the fourth quarter, and it was capped off by that return by Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. Yep. Oh my yep. god. Oh man, that was just crazy. He was a burner I, I, back then. I, I remember it because the time was, it was on the clock, it was zero, and he was, he was running parallel to the goal. I'm like, just get in! Just Ooh. get in! Just score! Let's yeah, win yeah, this Yeah, because he game. thought there was time left. And, and, uh, that was amazing. And my last one, obviously, is our first Super Bowl mm. ever. Last year, way better Super Bowl than Super Bowl 53. <laughs> Trey Wingo, that's how Super Bowl yeah, should be played. Exactly. <laughs> that, second highest Super Bowl, second highest scoring Super Bowl ever? Yardage-wise, it was the most, but it was a very high scoring Super Bowl. That is my number one out of the three. Very nice, very nice. And mine are very Steelers-centric. <laughs> wow. Uh, my top, top three... Uh, my number, my number three is the 100 yard run back. Oh, jeez! Uh, by Harrison. Yeah. In wow. uh, in a, in the uh, his his run in was, a Super Bowl against Arizona. It was almost as impressive as Marshawn Lynch's. Like, yeah, seriously. in Super Bowl 43. Yeah, I mean, with uh, you know, I don't remember how much time was left on the clock. 
Um, but it was uh, it was in a, I think it was in a, uh, coming up on the the second late in the second half. I think no, it was right at the end. Like uh, 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 Kurt Warner threw an interception right at the end of uh, the oh, second quarter, second quarter. And, and he just ran it right back. I think there may have been maybe 19 seconds left on the clock after that. But yeah, I remember. I, mean, I was watching was with a, you. I mean, oh, were you? Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. That's yeah. right. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, that was an awesome, awesome. I mean, I just I don't think I there's there's, back, there's ever that's been. Just, a play like that. I mean, when Debo picked that ball off and he started running, I thought there's just no way he's going to even yeah. make it to the end zone, and he did. Rumbling, stumbling, all so the way. So that was awesome. That was awesome. In the yeah. My number two all-time uh, Super Bowl or football memory uh, is the tackle uh, division round uh-huh. uh, back in 2005 against the Colts. Uh, there was a, a ridiculous fumble by Jerome Bettis on the goal line, no less. Nick Harper for the Colts picks it up and begins running and running and running and running towards the end zone, and he is clearly going to score a touchdown, and we're probably going to lose the game. But Ben Roethlisberger flips and turns and cajoles his body and, and, and contorts it and somehow gets a hand on Nick Harper's ankle and tackles him at midfield, and the Steelers go on to win the game. That was probably... Uh, one of the most amazing tackles by a quarterback in NFL history, at least in modern NFL history, and and it uh, we ended up going to the Super Bowl that year. Uh, my number one Super Bowl moment: Super Bowl Forty Three versus Arizona. The Steelers Again, are down twenty. You really like that game? Didn't twenty you? <laughs> to two. Oh, that was a great game. We're down twenty to twenty three with I think less than thirty seconds left to go in the game. Ben Roethlisberger, I believe it was fourth down. If, if it wasn't fourth down, it was third down. It might have been fourth down. Uh, cocks his arm back and hits Antonio Holmes in the corner, in the back right corner of the end zone. Both feet down. They review the play. Touchdown. Steelers win the game. Beat Arizona in Super Bowl 43. Just the fact yep. that Arizona was yep. in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I was disappointed because it could have been an all-Pennsylvania Super Bowl. I mean, it, the Eagles lost to Arizona by a field yeah. goal in the NFC Championship game yep. that year. And, That's so uh, It would have been awesome if it was the Eagles. Oh, that would have been would've really would've cool. Man. I, I think you guys should fly out if, if that ever happens. Mm-hmm. I think the odds are that the, the Eagles are getting back before the Steelers. Well, maybe they'll get back well, to the when, when it's played here in L.A. at the new stadium. I think in like 2023 or something. Oh, that's true. They're yeah, playing yeah. in... Where are they playing next year? They're playing... They're playing Florida next Florida year. Florida next Miami. year. Miami. Yeah. And I think and, they're, they're, that? and then they're going to play in Tampa Bay. Oh, Tampa. Yeah, I know. Lord. Really? The Do they have enough that? hotel rooms in yeah. Tampa? Yeah, right. And then I think there's one more, and then there's the L.A. one after that, I think. So Ugh. maybe they'll get back I'm both get teams. get for that, man. Yeah. It'll, it'll be um, whoever your quarterback is at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus yeah. Wentz. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think all those moments, I mean, all nine of those moments are pretty amazing uh, moments. A lot of memories, and they speak but those well. are top three, top three right there. And tears to our eyes. Yeah. But they speak well of, I think, all of our teams. You need a Kleenex, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do need a Kleenex. I, I definitely, when, when, when Roethlisberger made that tackle. Oh, that was huge. I mean, I, I just, a buddy of mine. I remember watching that on TV. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Here they come. Yeah, a buddy of mine has but, it in his office. He's got. Uh, a, I think if Roethlisberger was a picture. couple years older, he probably would not have made that tackle. No, it's just, but it's just amazing what you can, see, you know, what people do. I mean, I mean, that's why Trey Wingo, yeah. the Super Bowl was boring. 
because nothing like that, no moment even close to that happened during that yeah. game. Um, so thank you for bearing with us for our, our Eagle, Steeler, and <laughs> Seahawk best <laughs> moments. And for any listeners out there that want to share their favorite moments, feel free to share your favorite moments and, and we'll share our podcast. Yeah, absolutely. There's so many. Uh, but those are obviously our favorites because those yeah, yeah, are yeah. Our, our favorite teams. <laughs> What's next up on the big board? Listener questions, Ben. Do you have any listener questions this week? I do. I have a couple listener questions this week. People were very active. Uh, well, we had a, a few from a week before that we didn't we didn't discuss, but these should be fairly fairly quick. Are they from Iceland? Uh, no, I wish. Uh, how? What's the weather like in Los Angeles? <laughs> just as cold. Just as cold as Iceland right now. Is your entire country <laughs> melting under your feet like ours is? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so we have one. Excuse me. We have one for Frane Miles from Pennsylvania. Wow! Great show, uh, Frane. What do you think are the Eagles' biggest needs in the draft and free agency going into 2019? Uh, you know, I think um, a lot of the talk has been around the defensive line because a lot of the guys uh, might be leaving. I mean, Graham is. Uh, Another team will most likely pick him up for a large contract. We just don't have the cap space for him. And we talked about cap space earlier a little bit. Uh, so we're going to have to fix our uh, our defensive line. Um, but also our secondary has been terrible forever. Forever. Like, it's it's not even funny. Like, for the past 20 years, well, maybe not I 20. Know, I but know. at least 10 years now, our secondary has been pretty terrible. So if we can pick up, you know, a cornerback or, or some sort of safety, something... I mean, to fix that, uh, the secondary, those are definitely our, our biggest needs right now. And maybe a very good uh, backup quarterback, <laughs> because Foles well, might be leaving. Excuse me. I had that on the list, but I took it off the list because I didn't want to blindside Franny with one more thing. Yeah, no, but yeah. Well, well hopefully once is healthy from here on out. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and the Steelers' secondary has been pretty crappy lately, too, so we can't all be blessed with... You know, uh, with, with with Thomas and Sherman and Griffin and and, you know, and, boom. and everybody else that they've had on that team over the years. You know, the rest of us, you know, the rest of us have a little bit of trouble yeah. covering receivers. Yep. Well, 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 the Seahawks have issues with the offensive line. Yeah, we have. You <laughs> know, like the, but the, the, this year. I mean, Solari did a great job this better. year. It was better, but it still was not one of the top offensive lines for sure. Nope. All, All right. Good. Uh, next question from Frank in Ohio. Hopefully, uh, you know, Cincinnati Bengal or Brown fan, and thank you for <laughs> listening to the show. Uh, I guess this is for all of us, probably. Uh, now that the Super Bowl is over, uh, not a, or now that the Super Bowl is in the books, not a particularly uh, entertaining Super Bowl, what do you think is the biggest problem facing the NFL next year? Oh, Tough one. Refs. What do you what, what do you think, Ben? I think the biggest problem heading into next year uh, is officiating. Yep. Oh yeah, definitely. I, mean, that's... Uh, I, I think they've got to maybe take some lessons from the AAF and or just listen to our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you know, and, and figure out a way to bring some, you know, some some semblance of organization to the way that they're officiating the games, and some logic to what's reviewable and what's not reviewable, and by who. Uh, that would be that would be my you know hope for the NFL next year is that they do something about the officiating I know they're not going to get rid of the salary cap they should have a uh, fan from each team <laughs> in the booth <laughs> <laughs> argue over whether the call is right or oh, not on the field man. that would be awesome yeah, they could do like Hunger Games they could, like, like, they could just bring two fans down to the field in a cage and replay it you know the close calls where the you could maybe the receiver's foot's down maybe not 
Uh, and they can just fight to the death in the middle of the field. We're leading into our Game of Thrones segment, so maybe that's a good time uh, to do that. Uh, but, Franny, what do you think? No, I, I, that's that's probably it right there. I mean, the officiating has been terrible all year long. I think we need to fix it. And, and uh, you know, like you said, if there's a sky cam or something where they can stop the game and say, you know what, that call should have been pass interference against, you know, the Rams. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, game, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> And and apparently, I mean, I was reading today. Uh, apparently, the 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 uh, competition committee is going to look at putting uh, an extra official in every stadium and every game up in the booth that has the power to overrule any call on the field mm-hmm. instead of calling New York at City at any point in time. At any point in time, if a oh. call is not made, they can make the call. Uh, if a call is made and they believe the call is wrong, they can overrule the call. Oh, so they're going to do it on the spot. Well, they're going to talk about oh. it, or even or even give a coach one challenge for a bad call on the field. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's what Belichick has been. You know, he, he's been talking about that for years now. Yeah, I mean, he says. I mean, they talked to him again after the game. He said, that, you know, everything should be reviewable. Mm-hmm. Every play on the game, uh, at least one. Yeah. You know. So that was uh, the, that. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Frank and Miles for your questions. Really great questions. Uh, hopefully, someone will have a Seahawk question uh, pretty soon. <laughs> Don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what's next up on the big board? Oh, well, uh, next thing we have is game. What? No betting corner. Well, I thought about I thought about I thought about doing the prop bets for next week. Are the, are the prop bets for next week? What's the, what are the prop for bets? Well, I thought, or for uh, for the next for the the uh, going into the next year, they have prop bets for who's going to win the Super Bowl, who are going to win oh, the divisions. Oh, but I figured we could hold off we on can that. Talk about that next week. You know, we could hold off on that for some period of time. Well, we should we should hold off until we get drafts in and crap like that. Yeah, we need like our teams back together. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we need our teams like, back together. We're all like kind of injured. Did, <laughs> did you catch the Gridiron Heights cartoon last week? Uh, what was it? Which one was it? <laughs> they were, uh, the, the gridiron, high, you know, the yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. There's this one part where they were showing Wentz, and, and he was like walking, he was walking by, and he was like, I can play coach, and he breaks his leg. Hey, oh, yeah, yeah, let's hope that doesn't happen. That <laughs> 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 sucks, man. Well, he's been unlucky <laughs> so far. That's like an awesome cartoon, man. I just oh. well, the soccer one, the champions. I haven't that, seen that one. Oh, the one with more than oh, the one that you yeah, sent yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that is freaking awesome. All right, so we're going to talk about Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Obviously, I've I've watched the you know. All yeah, you're all seasons. caught up. Yeah, I'm, I'm caught yeah up. he's I'm all ready, caught I'm up. Ready so you for could probably clarify eight. some things for him. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> All right, that's we are a, into that's our great intro music right there for the Game of Thrones. Yeah, we're going high tech here. <laughs> we have several screens operating at the same time. <laughs> so, Sonia, what did you think about uh, season three and the first three or so episodes of season four? I am so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Joffrey is dead. Joffrey is gone. He died a coward's death, but, you know, it's okay. I was hoping it would be something brutal. And just a warning to all our listeners out there. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Stop. Stop about a minute ago. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sorry. We're at at, uh, season four, episode three. 
So if you haven't gotten that far in the show, spoiler alert, all you're going to miss is uh, me thanking all of our listeners for watching the show and a wonderful plane going over our heads as we speak. Um, <clears throat> so, Sonia, what did you think about, uh, about episode uh, three and four? Or so what, did you, what did you think about the Red Wedding? Huh? Oh, my God, that was brutal. Oh, man. I mean, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I didn't understand what Rob's point or purpose was. Um, it was very, very, um, well, politically they, speaking, they, it they was did, pretty amazing. They did kind of kill his father. They did. They did. <laughs> they did they do did. that. Uh, but but it, but much like Stannis, I'm not sure what the battle strategy is. It seems a lot of hanging out in tents and talking and not actually going into battle or strategizing about battles. Well, you, or you, you got to get other families to uh, or, or flags. <laughs> you know, but what was it? On. What was the name of that family? It was a Gray or Frey. Yeah, yeah uh, I think it's the phrase. Yeah, that that actually. Oh, I haven't, I haven't, seen, I, I, haven't I thought watched. it was brutal. I mean, you guys were are more more recent with this than I am, but but the uh, you know when I was watching it in the moment, I thought for a second, okay, well the reason that the reason that he slaughtered the entire Stark family was that he refused or he he was not able to live up to his end of the bargain when he promised to marry the daughter, but that's mm-hmm. not the case. The case apparently is that. He struck a deal with the Lannisters to take out the Starks. So regardless of what any agreement to marry any daughters, the the, the plan was for for the phrase or the, the phrase I think to partner up with the Lannisters because I think he believes that's his best chance of forwarding his agenda moving forward. But it was mm-hmm. just it was really brutal to watch, You're right? Uh, so you know, awesome. Rob get sh- you know struck by oh, these arrows. Wife. Oh my god, and the scene, oh my god, the scene when um, the mother, whose name escapes me right now, uh, the yeah, Mama too. Stark, uh, lifts up... That's her name, Mama. <laughs> lifts up his sleeve yeah. and sees that he's wearing the chainmail. She knew something And she realizes up. something's going oh, on yeah, and she yeah. screams out to I Rob. I forgot about that. And then the arrows are... Uh-huh. And they stick into Rob and then the... the the one of the Bennermen comes up and just starts just stabbing... Stabbing at the baby. Stabbing the his wife... In the stomach, and eventually she dies painfully, bleeding out from the stomach. Unfortunately, rather than just being having her neck throat neck cut, and then Flip. Mama Stark takes the wife of of thinking that for some reason this man in Game of Thrones cares about his wife, which is a, <laughs> not a theme that is you know pronounced during the the show. And he's like, I'll just get another wife, and uh, then yeah. she cuts you know. They cut her throat, and uh, then she cuts her throat. What a scene, though, huh? What a fucking yeah. It was scene. a pretty shocking scene because I mean, and, and all while Arya is walking in there to, see, yeah, with, to, to reunite um, with her family, and what's his name? I can't, it was the Mountain's uh, brother is taking her there, yeah, and, and he realizes the hound, the hound and he realizes I like what's the hound. Well, I mean, I think I actually kind of think the hound is a pretty you know decent by Game of Thrones standards, pretty decent dude. Uh, by Game of Thrones standards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, and they killed Ghost. They killed the, oh, the wolf. Oh, that killed me. And then they put the wolf's head on Rob's body oh, and God. bring him out through... I forgot about that, too. The, the entryway, whatever you call it, the entryway from... You're watching it through our eyes. I mean, <laughs> it's just pretty... I mean, it's pretty amazing. I mean, all, I mean, season three, I think, is really, really good. Better than season two. Season three, I mean, the yeah. Red Wedding. The Red one Wedding is, is one of the three, biggest scenes yeah. in, in all of Game of Thrones. I mean, I mean, there are more to come. But yeah. Rob, you know, convincing the wildlings that he's befriending them and he's on their side. Oh, those and, he, you know, his march through with the giants. I mean, just, just, just his... 
his seeing uh, all the hodgepodge of wildling clans that are gearing up to take over the, you know, come up the wall and take over uh, Castle Black and, and try to move uh, south and, and, you know, essentially get away from... Uh, what do you call them? The White Walkers. The White Walkers. The, the White Walkers. There's, 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 there's more of that to come. So, yeah. but it was pretty amazing because I mean, in the Redhead, you know, he falls in love with the Redhead. I Ingrid. think he legitimately falls in love with the with with Ingrid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you don't know anything, John Snow. John Snow. I mean, I think he legitimately cared for her. Uh-huh. Um, and he gets over the wall, and then they're marching through the countryside, and then eventually they get to the to the the the, the windmill where. Um, the Stark boys are, you know, hiding out and it's just a pretty amazing scene when, you know, when Ingrid realizes that John is not with her, um, and he rides away and she's shooting and then eventually she finds him and she shoots at him, not to kill him, but still she does shoot at him and stick arrows through his body, which, (laughs) you know, even in Game of Thrones time, probably not the most pleasant feeling even if you're gonna live to have an arrow go clean through your body um but yeah that was pretty amazing and 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 the uh the the wildlings are they're just a nasty bunch of people yeah i mean they're they didn't even walk up and say hey you know can we talk truce can you know the 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 white walkers are coming maybe we can team up nope we're just gonna kill everybody slaughter them and eat their arms uh, so, they're not making the wildlings out to be anything more or different than what the, Wait, so the is, Night Watch believe that they were. No, no, she's not. That, that's a, that's like another clan. That's another clan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're all yeah, sort yeah, of no. wildlings. But right? now they're all kind of. I don't know. Yeah. But what do you think, Sonia? I mean. Yeah, I went on my speech. No, I mean he he. That was beautiful. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure I left out a whole bunch no, of stuff. No, you didn't. I, I mean, the the wedding, the red wedding, it was it was sad. I, I mean, I kind of felt bad. It was just. But well, what a scene! Yeah, that was that was pretty incredible. Yeah. So I have a question. What and that happened? wasn't even the finale. No, it wasn't. Yeah. No, the finale was the next episode, which was kind of boring. Yeah. It was kind of weird. And it seems like that's what, what that's what. Um... Again, Game of Thrones does is like they throw everything at you in season or in episode nine, and then yeah. you know, kind of slow things down. Episode ten, moving on to the next season. So you know it's kind of. Um. So what? But they don't leave you. There's no cliffhanger, which is kind of nice too. That's what I like about yeah, yeah. the show. Yeah. Um. And it's much easier when you're watching it and you're binging it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no exactly, cliffhanger. Exactly. <laughs> I told them I go. It's gonna suck in April when we pick up the, the next season. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. So maybe we should slow down. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so what happened to the guy who was getting married or who got married to one of the brides? Um, I mean, was he slaughtered or was he laying with the girl or? Do you want to know or? No, 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 okay. no, no. I mean, I don't know if I missed it in he the episode. He was not killed. Okay. That's what I wanted to know. Mm-hmm. Um, cause they didn't mention him or anything like that. Yeah. It was, he's not a very important character. Okay. At least from what I remember, he's not a very okay. important character. But I did leave out the most important part or the most disturbing part of the whole Season three. What was that? Ramsey and Theon. Oh, oh yeah, God. yeah. Oh, so, and it, it gets worse so in the, season four. So uh, Theon, Theon, Theon? Poor yeah, thing. Yeah. So Theon Poor takes. Thing. Well, I mean, <laughs> so Theon kill him. betrays his father, or doesn't betray, but he he doesn't follow orders, and he takes over Winterfell because he's trying to prove his manhood. And then this Ramsey, he is the best. Snow he's Ramsey the, Snow is the bastard son of somebody of of the guy that was. Yeah, being a bastard is no goodness in these, oh, these times. Man, I, 
I don't know. I, I mean, I know who he is. I just don't know what his last name is and what banner he falls under. Um, but his men took part in the slaughtering of Rob and his mother and uh, Rob's wife. Pretty good so strategy, though. They, 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 they took part in that. Definitely and then good at strategy. the end, they show him talking to Walter Frey. I just can't remember his name now because I haven't watched it in, in a little while. But when he tortures him over and over again... Oh, my God. Cuts his pinky off, just about. Cuts his penis off, actually. Yeah. <laughs> actually cuts his penis off. Um, and gets him to the point where he will shave him with a straight blade mm-hmm. and not cut his throat. That's pretty impressive. And yeah. then when the I father, cut my own throat. I wouldn't want to yeah. go through that. And then when the anymore. father comes back, he essentially says, you know, what have you done for me lately? You know, he, he, he's not happy with what he's been able to do. It's better. But, I mean, <laughs> that, those scenes with Theon were brutal. And, and for, yeah. the, for the longest time through season three and even in the beginning of season four, I had no idea where he was, who these people were, why this was happening to him. Um, and it's still not completely clear other than that the fact the father is, is upset now because uh, Lord Grey, Greyjoy uh-huh. uh, will not accept a trade for his son because his son is no longer a man because it's, it's Game of Thrones yeah. times. So <laughs> if you don't have a penis, I'm not going to trade for you. I love you with my son. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to what's going to happen when his sister, because his sister essentially betrays the Lord and says, I'm going to go and I'm going to get on the ship and I'm going to go get my brother. Yeah, no, yeah. It, uh, it's, it's a great show. And, and I'm not sure if you guys think it's the greatest show ever yet, but you will get there eventually. It's moving a little slow. <laughs> It's not there for me. It yet, does move but a it's little really slow. Good. It, like watching very, it week to week would be a little. It's moved tired. into my top five. How about top that? What about Khaleesi? <laughs> oh come on, come on, Daenerys. She's yeah. my queen, man. Yeah, yeah. But I'm getting she's kind of tired of her. She's a slave through the country. She's like Gandhi moving yeah, through the countryside. Right. Uh, that that's kind of getting tiresome. It slows down a little bit. Good. It slows down a little bit. I'm waiting to see some fighting going on. But man. she's I the mean, only like, one building an army. I mean, she's building an army, and I mean, it, uh, a scene I really did like was when. I mean, I thought they did do that ridiculous scene where the guy walks out and he pees. That was hysterical. Come on. And then the other guy, and and the the gentleman that you said is a new gentleman, new new actor. They're going to bring a new actor in next year, yeah. He comes in and he says, we're in season four. We're three seasons, three episodes. We've got a new guy. It's no longer Fabio. So he's like, I'll do it. And the guy, you know, goes out there and he's like, I'm a man because I have a penis and I'm going to pee over here. And then he, and he's like, oh, I'll take him on. And he comes in with his horse and he just throws a knife at the horse, takes the horse out. And then the guy falls off the horse and he just cuts his head off. (laughs) Uh, and then I see. I don't remember that. That's... But the scene where, you know, she moves the the catapults forward, and you essentially think she's going to attack all uh, the all the bourgeois. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, and but instead, instead she's, she 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 takes all of the neck shackles from all the slaves and puts them in barrels and bangs them up against uh, the wall in the slave sea. Uh, so her, you know, her army of free. Soldiers, which yeah. is a little strange because they're really not free since they're in big squares lined <laughs> up all over the place. But that's the way they were raised. So, um, but she's building this army, and her dragons are getting bigger. And apparently, we learn in the early part of season four that the dragons can't be tamed. She tries well, to tell them what to do, and they don't listen. They like hissed at her or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah well, yeah. there's more to that too. Uh, <laughs> okay. So right now. Who are your favorite characters? Because it does change. I mean, from oh, I'm a still a Lannister man. Just, <laughs> who would you say are top I am three? A La- uh, Tywin. Tywin, Tywin is my favorite character. Tywin the dad? Oh, yeah. So Tywin? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the only one that's not insane. He's no, the only right. one on the show right now that's neither not incompetent or insane. 
All right. Stannis is insane. So he's not and incompetent. He's not winter top. What about, what about number two? Uh, Tyrion. Yeah, Tyrion. Tyrion. Tyrion is probably my second favorite character on the show. Character definitely <laughs> one of my favorites. And and Jamie would be my third. Wow. Okay. I mean, Rob was just <laughs> hanging out. He was just he's like Stannis is like. Give me an army and I'll do something. No, Jon Snow. Because you know about... Well, I like... Oh, no. Jon Snow would probably be my third favorite. Oh, so third right. favorite. I should get rid of we'll, Jamie. Move Jamie down. But move I mean, Jamie. What Jamie did for the for the, for the the blonde woman was pretty amazing. Jon Snow. I mean, to come back and save her from the bear? <laughs> that was pretty freaking amazing. Sonya, wouldn't you say? It was. That was, yeah. But he, he, she also saved his ass. Um, what about you, Sonya? Who, who are your top three right now? Tyrion. Uh-huh. That's number, number one? one? Not oh, Khaleesi? Number one? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like Tyrion. Tyrion? Uh, Daenerys. Danny. Daenerys, uh-huh. And number three... You're gonna laugh, but I like the Hound. Yeah? Wow. Because he just, like... He just, like, these people over the head rather I'll than talking to them. Next week I'll ask the same question. Because oh, rather than... Top three are. Ra- rather than talking to people, he's like, well, he's going to die in, this, in the winter anyway. <laughs> no, they're, they're gonna die. <laughs> so, Dead men don't need silver. <laughs> So that's season number <laughs> that's season number three and a little bit of number four, and we'll we'll uh, we'll be at seven by next yeah, week. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but I will say, I'll leave you with this: the one thing that bothers me about Rob, and it bothers me about Stannis, is that what's with the your grace shit? You haven't won anything. You haven't done anything. You're sitting in a cave somewhere in an <laughs> island with a redheaded witch, and Rob won one battle. And he's in, in he won his, a couple, and, and he won people a are calling him your grace. You know when you're your grace when you're a king of something. He was the king of the north, and they and they're calling Daenerys the queen. You're not a queen of anything. Rob's not a king of anything. Stannis is not a king of anything. You haven't done anything. You're just pining in a cave somewhere about what you might do, and that your blood tells you you're king or queen or whatever. But you actually have to become king or queen for people to say your grace. Otherwise, it, well, you they, know, they are for they're a little people. presumptuous with they, their graces. They are, they are for those people. Little presumptuous though, <laughs> little presumptuous. I and and a very close call for three and four would be Marjorie's mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's she's, she's, she's pretty, freaking she's awesome. Cool. Oh, she's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel bad for Sansa. I mean, the king Sansa. dies, but I feel fa- nah. I feel bad for Sansa because I don't because what's his name, uh, Lord Baelish, uh-huh. is oh, screwing finger? her little finger is screwing her over big time. I feel bad for her. I do feel bad for her uh, because he yeah, poisoned the king, I think. And then he killed that guy, man, the Joker. Oh, that scene the when, they, when they brought Sorry. out the little people to mock uh-huh, Tyrion? Uh-huh. I mean, now I see why that actor never worked again. I mean, I don't <laughs> think it's fair, um, but he was he really did a good job yeah, he did. acting like a complete douchebag. I mean, he like he took douchebag to a whole new... Like, Gus Fring... Is like a walk in the park compared to this kid. Well, this kid had class. I mean, this, yeah. this kid. No, but but the characters, uh, the actors that play Phenomenal. their part, are yeah, are perfect for the role. Phenoms. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to the rest of season four, and uh, into season five. But this is it's it's really been a good show. It does move a little slow. Uh, so watching it week to week, I can see how that would be a little tough to watch it week to week. Uh-huh. But having not being not having to do that, I think is really. Um, it's really sort of, or maybe it's just our attention span, uh, but it's really, you know, I'm able to understand what's happening because I don't forget what uh-huh. happened. Right. Yeah. Yes. Five I, I, episodes I just don't ago. want to say too much. I don't want to give anything away to to you guys and, and mess up anything. 
moving forward. But yeah, no, it's a great show, for sure. I'm, I'm looking you. forward to I want the dragons to kick some ass pretty soon. The best show ever. I want to see some <laughs> dragon ass kicking. I love those dragons, man. Because I'm assuming that at some point, Daenerys is going to march on either uh, Casterly Rock or on uh, King's Landing at some point. And she outnumbers them both in numbers as well as in dedication and it's going to be pretty intense i think i think it's going to be some crazy battle scene when tywin goes down which i'm guessing he will but he's the only one that has any common sense like he's the only one like doing anything smart who tywin i loved i loved the scene when when uh joffrey was throwing a tantrum they were having a meeting and joffrey was throwing a tantrum and and uh tywin's like I think it's time for you yeah, to go to bed. That's why I love the milk of thistle or whatever. That's why I love him. That's why I love him. And then you've got you know sister and brother having sex right next to Joffrey's corpse. I mean, come on. There's six twisted individuals. Disgustamundo. Yeah, the queen. I lost my love for the queen when she. Won. You just now lost your love for uh, the queen. I thought I, I respected everything. as if she wasn't terrible enough. I respected everything from the she, first time you saw her. No, no, I respected everything you. she was doing. I understood why she did everything. Until uh, she wanted to to imprison and kill Tyrion, that was too far from me. Yeah, she doesn't like her little brother. That I was too far from me. But she loves her children, even if they're, you know, the omen child. That little yeah. schmuck pointed at Tyrion, and she's like, "You killed him!" You guys all saw what happened. I mean, he so was... you, did you guys get to know who the new king is? Not yet. Oh yeah, the little kid, the little, little brother. Kid, yeah. Yeah, 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 and so he he's... seems normal, and 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 Tywin likes him because he seems normal, ish. Well, we'll see how he we'll turns see. out. We'll see what happens. But right now, he seems better than Joffrey. Let's just murder him, too. Let's just keep moving. All right, what's next <laughs> up on the big board? Uh, well, I, I think we're just about done. We're just about done. I'll ben, give you uh, our uh, little bit of housekeeping uh, here. Uh, if you like what you hear on the show, and I hope that you do, uh, please be sure to subscribe by going to our website, thirstandgold.buzzsprout.com. You can also search for us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, CastBox, or whatever podcatcher you use. Uh, For some reason, we don't come up in the search field in your podcatcher. You can copy and paste our RSS feed from our website and copy that directly into your podcatcher. Please leave us a review if you like what you hear. Uh, If you'd like to leave feedback, feedback, ask ask us a question or tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like, tell us what you'd like more of or less of. Uh, We'd love to hear that uh, from you guys. Uh, Our email is podcastthirstandgoal at gmail.com. Again, that's podcastthirstandgoal at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at thirstand and on Twitter at goalthirst. If you'd like to donate to the show, you can go to patreon.com forward slash thirstandgoal. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. We really appreciate you taking the time uh, to spend your evening with us, your morning with us, your afternoon with us, whenever you're listening. Your drive but, home. But we, your work day. <laughs> but we honestly, we really, really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, we, we hope you appreciate um, football as much as we do. Game of Thrones as much as we do, yeah. and uh, drinking as much as we do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll see you all next week. Yay!